This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. All right. Thank you so much. Good morning. Welcome to the morning show, everybody. And thank you for joining us today. We've got a lot that's coming up on the show. We're going to preview some of the things that we're going to be talking about on today's Buzz Adams Morning Show. It is Friday. It is the first day of April. Brand new month. Getting ready for the weekend. Let's check the weather real quick. Yeah, it checks out. Everything's going to be okay. Could get a little windy this afternoon. Let me just say that. Uh, Winds are going to be light this morning, but could get up to uh, 15 to 20 miles an hour by middle afternoon. Otherwise, mostly sunny, 80 for the high temperature today. And uh, Saturday and Sunday look very nice. On Saturday, sunny, 82 for the high temperature. Winds are going to, you know, mostly stay in that 5 to 10 mile an hour range. And then on Sunday, we're looking for a very similar day as Saturday. Uh, Partly cloudy, 83. So a lot of sunshine, actually, on Sunday and 83. Uh, Winds will top out between 10 and 12 miles an hour, it looks like. So weekend is all set. I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to it. I believe the Grammys are coming up on Sunday, so... I wonder if it can top the Oscars. (laughs) Right. Who would have to slug who... Who would have to full-on arm slap somebody for it to even come close to the Grammys? The Grammys are one time a year where I like try to listen to some of the songs that are nominated, and it's kind of like my one time of the year where I expose myself to new music that's not rock. <laughs> so uh, we'll have a preview of the Grammys coming up later. Cappy's back with Tourney Talk. Brought to you by GECU. And the men's final four is tomorrow in the NCAA tournament. Steve Kaplowitz will be on. We'll make our predictions for the final four in college basketball coming up later today. And Joe from the zoo is coming by yeah. later. I wonder what animal he's going to bring today. Now, does Joe always bring an animal? You know, most of the time he brings an animal, right? We never ask for one. <laughs> right. But he, but he surprises, surprises us. us and is nice enough to bring one. So, yeah. The zoo has had lots of babies, so six of their different animals. Baby hippo. Is there any chance they bring a baby hippo in Oh, my today? God. I hope he brings in a baby. They have a baby orangutan. Oh, my God. Bring the Joe, bring the baby orangutan. They have uh, baby wolves. Ah, uh, baby wolf. I think a baby hippo or rhino. I'm not sure which one. I don't think we have a rhino. Do we? we? Don't, don't, but we do have a hippo, right? Do I we have know. a hippo? Okay. So Joe will be in to tell us more about I all be, the different animals. I, I bet you it's been seven or eight years since I've visited the zoo. I can't believe that. The zoo's we actually great. have a nice zoo. We have we a do. really good mm-hmm. zoo. So uh, Joe from the zoo is going to drop by a little bit later. Will he bring a baby hippo? I doubt it, but I can always dream, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so we got that on the way this morning. Coming up uh, a little bit later, Joanna Barber is going to have entertainment news. So, Joanna, why don't you preview us with what's happening in entertainment news? Well, it looks like the Razzies have a heart because they are now rescinding Bruce Willis's category and the awards that they gave him in light Aww. of his aphasia. 
called it asphagia. Asphagia. <laughs> aphasia diagnosis. They had an entire category for Bruce. It was the worst Bruce Willis, Willis performance they had a in a Bruce Willis category. movie because he puts out so many uh, straight to video. So, uh, yeah, Bruce Willis has did you, did you stepped away from acting, according to Bruce, because of aphasia, which is a condition that makes it hard to, it makes language hard. It's to communicate, yeah. A neurological condition, right? Uh, yes, but it could be a neurological in the sense that it affects your motor neurons, which are the neurons to make your mouth move. So you can't, you may be thinking what you want to say, but you physically can't say it. Um, did you read also, there was a report out yesterday that a lot of people suspect Bruce Willis's, uh, difficulties with his speech to have developed after a, a stunt in which he, uh, got a concussion or hit his head in 2002. Oh no, I didn't uh, read that part. On the movie Tears of the Sun. Did you ever watch that? Uh, no. Oh, that was like one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. Uh, he plays like a special operations guy. They go to Africa, him and a squad of people to save. Uh, Wait, they, a, so they're narrowing it down to this one specific yes. concussion. Yes, that a lot of people notice that that's Whoa, when. Whoa, his... from 2003. Yeah. Tears of the Sun. It's a good movie. We're going to hear from the uh, producer of the Oscars who says the LAPD was ready to arrest Will Smith for battery at the awards. But Chris Rock saved his ass. Uh, the Oscars producer says the LAPD was there and they laid out various options to Chris Rock, but he kept telling them no, he didn't want to press charges. So uh, they didn't arrest Will Smith. And a new angle of the slap from Sunday at the Oscars shows Jada Pinkett Smith laughing after Chris got hit and said, Will Smith just smacked the bleep out of me. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I felt bad. It's kind of like, oh, man, I'm getting a little sick of this Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. But then I'm watching the new, like the CBS News last night, and they do a whole segment on it. So it's like, okay, we're not, we're at least we're in line with well, the major news organizations. Yeah, but we're just kind of piling on top. Oh, no, I think we have some very insightful uh, commentary oh, from okay. people like Okie Dokie Guy. <laughs> <laughs> stoner dude. True, true. Speaking of stoner dudes, Joanna said there was a big line outside oh the <laughs> dispensary in New Mexico at 12.01. How does she know? So I'm because pretty sure she were, saw pictures. Oh, okay. There were pictures online of people waiting like it was Black Friday and they were just ready. They had like tents and blankets and stuff and they were already waiting for 12.01 to hit so that that dispensary could open. Yesterday I was... Like how, how, how many people would you guess are in line? 50 or over 50 or under 50? Over 50. Over 50 people in line. Uh, why? I, I, I mean, I get why you want to buy marijuana. I just don't get why people would line up when there's going to be a line, and they can't let everybody in at once. You know, so they're gonna, you're going to be sitting out there in line, and they're going to let some people don't mind waiting. In line some sometimes. people don't mind waiting in line, but why would some you wait in a line be where the if first ones in? That is what I don't get. Like I don't get what. Then what? You were the first one in, like at the new. Uh, Southern made donut place or whatever. <laughs> and so what? 
Some people want to do that, Buzz. Yeah, I'm just expressing that I don't understand that yeah, at all. Yeah, I mean, brain, Buzz is part of the brain that understands people. That's one that doesn't work. <laughs> and it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like uh, any of that buying stuff on, the day of, on Thanksgiving, on Black Friday, never got that. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I wanted to go out and be a correspondent for the show, and I wanted to be reporting straight from the the. You could have the gone ground. to the dispensary yeah. and like interviewed people. Wanted to be stuff. on the ground, talking to people. <laughs> but then I thought I gotta wake up early. <laughs> I mean, what were you gonna ask him? <laughs> hey, what brings you out? Gonna buy some weed because <laughs> it's legal recreationally in New Mexico. Amazing. That is true. Uh, that is true. It's recreational marijuana in uh, in the state of New Mexico now. Maybe look out for some, if there were any, you know, police activity going on, seeing if they were monitoring the situation. You know, you almost oh, say that like you're one, yeah. making fun yeah, I am. of the idea. <laughs> I'm, I would bet that somewhere along the Texas-New Mexico border, which isn't just El Paso, don't forget, it's Hudspeth, it's up the entire panhandle of Texas. You understand possession is decriminalized now, so... All they're doing is giving tickets if they pull Possession you over. Possession is decriminalized according to something uh, the El Paso city government said. That does not going to stop a sheriff in a county from setting up, hey, you're bringing the stuff back illegally. I would be willing to bet that somewhere along the Texas-New Mexico border, some sheriff or chief of police set up a checkpoint. It's like, hey, we're going to stop these cars if you're coming back from New Mexico and if we smell any weed. And what are they going to do? Arrest you. <laughs> I saw this article, and it, I, I don't know if it was KFOX or KVIA, and they were like, this local attorney has some tips for you. If you're planning on coming over from New Mexico, and you Bringing may, back weed is still illegal. It's still illegal uh, to a certain amount. Uh, yeah, can, Nico, I don't think you understand. All they have to do is make the decision, wait, yeah, we're going to do this. I don't this. think you understand. Marijuana is not the go to jail so and then, get... Like, all it takes is one sheriff or one chief of police to decide, so we don't one, want it in it, it is Culberson not to go County to jail and, and we're going to do... Not prison. to go to jail, but the attorney does say, like, the less you give them answers, you know, the less you talk, the better. Don't, you know, overspill details. And if anything... Always say I can't answer these questions until I have a lawyer. Buzz, and then call a lawyer. Buzz thinks that weed is like equal to going to prison and getting assaulted sexually in prison. Like well, because that's because Buzz comes from an old timey where it was true. Yeah, that is that is absolutely a good point. He comes from an old. I just want to give people world. advice: if you're going into New Mexico to buy weed, it is not out of the question that police might have some kind of checkpoint, or they might decide, hey, we don't want this in our county, so we're going to make a statement. Think- Worst case scenario. Yeah, think worst case, worst case scenario. But if it happens, don't think you're going to prison and get sexually assaulted. You may not go to prison, but you might go to jail. Uh, you know, if what? you had over eight ounces, for instance, county jail. Maybe if you're, yeah, if you have over, and eight that ounces. doesn't well, that over eight that doesn't if you have over eight you. ounces. That's that doesn't phase you. I'm not going to have over eight ounces on me, so no, right. it doesn't phase me. Why does it phase you? Because Buzz is going. Are you going to have over eight ounces? No, Buzz? no. I'm is just saying. I'm just saying. People should be aware that there could be so some kind aware. of operation that's going why on. That article came out, and that's why that local attorney yeah. was like, "Hey, here's what you do. You know, be cool about it. Don't answer too many questions. Give Let's them the cool. give them the <laughs> the details of my your name, date of birth. But if they start questioning you more." Call a lawyer. I can already see inside Buzz's mind. He's like, but it's still illegal. But 
But then remember, we did like a, a dry run with him and Justin Underwood and Buzz panicked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're just not cool about it, dude. You can't hang. What? Okay, just be fully informed that it is illegal to bring it is very weed much back illegal. from New Mexico. Still illegal, yeah. I don't think, illegal. Don't think anybody thinks it's been federally legalized. Buzz, yet. I want you to look at the article I sent you on Skype. Um, I totally was going to do a prank on Buzz. Totally going to prank Say you. Say that today. you got arrested. No, I was going to get Mark Vincent or one of our police officers to <laughs> pull us over, and you would have just been freaking the f. Out. Buzz would have nothing but still be freaking out. He would have nothing but be like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going to happen? That and would have been funny. I just couldn't uh, organize a police officer to like lend us his car. <laughs> <laughs> Nico doesn't have that enough pull yet at the EPPD. Yeah, a lot, of pol- a lot of police would be reluctant to participate in a drug prank. It's not a drug it prank. It wasn't a drug <laughs> prank. The prank would be pulling you over and seeing you freak out. Uh, the article from the Las Cruces Sun News has a picture of uh, people gathered outside going into this dispensary. <laughs> Be out here till the sun comes up. I guess somebody's yeah. done. Hundreds Sun's line up. Out, buds out, am I right? Hundreds line up for midnight opening at Las Cruces <laughs> Cannabis Shop. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is that there might be some supply issues. I guess that would be a reason if somebody wanted to go out and be one of the first in line. Is uh, we've heard that they dispensaries might run out of weed uh, <laughs> within a few days That's or weeks. Hilarious. Yeah, I mean it is hilarious. But it means that more people want it than there's enough people growing it. And I think all of it has to be grown in New Mexico. I'm not sure if they're allowed to like import from like California or Colorado or oh Washington. Yeah, I don't know. The comment section in all these articles about this dispensary that opened at 12:01 midnight are great. Because this, I saw like this whole fight go down between this one guy who's like, "If you could grow it, why are people so excited about these dispensaries opening up?" <laughs> and someone was like, "You know, you could grow your own vegetables, right? right. If you could yeah. grow your own vegetables, why could, are they at the store?" I can, yeah. I can <laughs> raise my own cows, but I'll just go buy steak instead. Right? <laughs> oh my god, the comments have been great. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let me uh, run down a couple of station announcements and. Then we'll be getting into the Mo Show calendar and Daily Almanac of events. Come out tomorrow, noon to two at Spec Sunland Park Drive. They're commemorating Spec's 60th anniversary, and Woo! Joanna Barba from the Buzz Adams Morning Show will be there at Specs tomorrow from noon to two. Woo! Giving out free samples. You know where that Specs is, Joanna? The one so- next to Ross. Well, it's actually next to PetSmart, oh, and then PetSmart. Ross is next to PetSmart. Okay. Then yes, the next because one I've over been known is to show up at the wrong place. <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond is in that same little street. Oh, there. Bed Bath and Beyond. Well, you're not going to Bed Bath and Beyond. You're going to but Specs. I could go. But she could go. Sure. Yeah, of course you could. Fun. So come out to uh, Specs. It's their 60th anniversary, noon to two. They're going to have numerous specials, and they're also going to have door prizes. Plus, Joanna is going to bring from the radio station 
Ghost new album called Impera. So you can pick up the new Ghost album while you're there. That is Ooh. noon to two tomorrow with Joanna Barba from the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Specs on Sunland Park Drive. I'm going to go there tomorrow. I'll be seeing Joanna because that's the specs right near my house, and that's the time I normally go. That normally on a Saturday uh, at noon. At noon? Yeah. Dude, that's early for me. How is that early for you? You get up at you know, 4.30 when I'm not, every morning. Yeah, when I'm not here, I wake up like afternoon. She hibernates. God, I can't. Yeah. How do you pull that off? Do you, do you intentionally go to bed really late? No, that's just how much I can sleep. You could just catch up on your sleeping length. Oh, right? yeah, I love it. KLAQ has got Q connected. It's been in a new time slot for a few weeks, five to seven now on Sundays for our new music show and also the spotlight on local rock. This week, new music from Fozzie. That's Chris Jericho's band. Slash featuring Miles Kennedy. And new music from Alice in Chains lead guitarist Jerry Cantrell. It's not just new music. It's also local rock. And this week, Daniel Paulus is going to feature local rockers like Still I Stand Between Zero and One and Innocent Exile. It's two hours of Q Connected. Sunday, 5 to 7 on 95.5 KLAQ and also streaming on the KLAQ mobile app. It's a brand new month, and I've got kind of a rundown of all the stuff that's going to happen during the month of uh, April. So oh, let's nice. do that real quick before we get into the Mo Show calendar daily almanac of events. Uh, in sports, during the month of April, we got the Final Four, which is this weekend, the men's college basketball tournament. Kansas versus Villanova and Duke versus North Carolina. Then the championship game is on Monday. Major League Baseball opening day is next Thursday after being pushed back because of labor disputes, but uh, the opening day for baseball is going to be Thursday. Also in golf, the Masters tournament is next weekend, and everybody is holding their breath to see if Tiger Woods might actually enter the Masters. He's been spotted really? down in Augusta playing practice rounds. Would that be surprising? I'd be a little surprised by it. I mean, this guy, you know, a year ago was looking at maybe never walking again. I just When the accident happened. Oh, yeah. It was real touch and go there for a while. One other sports note for April, the NFL draft is at the end of the month. As far as movies go, well, just because I don't get excited about stuff doesn't mean you won't. The Jake Gyllenhaal thriller Ambulance hits theaters next weekend. Sonic the Hedgehog next weekend. Ambulance? Morbius is out today, the latest from the uh, Marvel Comics. Although I don't think this is an MCU. This is a like Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's out in theaters today. Joanna, do you want to see the new uh, Morbius movie? I do. Lisa like pitched it to me, and I was like, I don't really know what it's about. And she's all, it's Jared Leto, As a shirtless, and a vampire. And I'm all, they should lead with that. <laughs> it's got 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the reviews are really bad. Oh, it's got bad reviews. Uh, oh, yeah. the worst. Oh, it, they're Lito. calling it the worst Marvel movie ever made. Jared Leto was Man. trending on Twitter yesterday, and everyone was like, did he die? And they're like, yeah, of embarrassment. Crud. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. We were going to go see it. You know, a guy that I know who used to come in on a, on a regular basis to the comic strip, and he's in the movie, 
Al Madrigal. So yeah. I was hoping it was going to be good for for that reason. Uh, Al Madrigal was uh, always coming in uh, with. Um, Gosh, who was who's the Carlos? He came in with Carlos Mencia, but a bunch. Did he? Yeah, and uh, Pablo Francisco and those guys. Coming out on April twenty second, the Nicholas Cage comedy, "The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent," which we watched Buzz, the trailer for let's yesterday. Let's go see that. Yeah, did you see the trailer. Yeah, it looks great. Did, did Nicholas you, did Cage plays himself. No, I oh, okay, <laughs> I would say he plays an over the top version of himself, but I think that might be. Like pretty close to the truth. Remember, this is him after he's already paid off his debt. Debt, yeah. So this is a movie that he said that he was finally able to ch- be choosy with, and you, you know, know I was thinking Bruce about- Bruce Willis kind of has an excuse for all the straight to video movies he's made in the past few years. Nicolas Cage, until we hear about. You know, any conditions he might have, <laughs> it was just because he needed <laughs> that the money. Was his choice. He needed the money. Buzz Buzz made me watch it yesterday, Joanna, so I thought he made you watch it. Oh, no. He was like, you have to see this. I showed it to him when that trailer first came out, and he was just like, meh. Oh, no. Yeah, and yeah. walked away. Yesterday, he, we watched it, and he was like, this looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really good. Let's go do that. BJ's at the movies. Coming out on TV this Sunday, the uh, Grammy Awards go down after being postponed earlier in the year due to COVID. So Sunday is the day for the Grammys. Uh, the new Kardashian show premieres on Hulu on the 14th. You knew they, they weren't going away. No. Like the Keeping Up show ended. And it's like, yeah, they're just going to figure another way to come out. They're just going to regurgitate on us from a different direction. <laughs> Better Call Saul returns to AMC April 18th. Looking ahead at two holidays and special days that happen during the month of April. Well, the big one is Easter, which is on the 17th this year. Tuesday of next week is Deep Dish Pizza Day. National Beer Day is April the 7th. National Pet Day is the 11th. Earth Day the 22nd. And Arbor Day falls on the 29th. So there's a little rundown of what's going on during the month of April. Um, let's go ahead and get to our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events and find out what is happening today. Well, it's the first day of a brand new month. Today's International Kids Yoga Day. Today's National Fun at Work Day. And U.S. Air Force Academy Day is today all right let's have let's have some fun at work y'all <laughs> woohoo i'm all for it <laughs> birthdays on april 1st include uh formerly of saturday night live taryn killam is 40 actor david oyelowo is 46 turning uh, 49 rachel maddow rachel maddow What's she on, MSNBC? She is. Yeah, yes. she's MSNBC, right? So Rachel Maddow's 49. Joe Francis, the guy who did Girls Gone Wild, ended up spending 12 months in jail. He's having a birthday today. The Girls Gone Wild dude is 49. God, can't believe that. <laughs> Susan Boyle, the biggest star, 
to come out of any of the got talent. Show. Wait a second. Hold on a second. The biggest star to come out of any of the got talent shows. So America's got talent. Britain's got talent. Is that true that Susan Boyle is the biggest star? Perhaps right up there with uh, what's the boy band? Kelly Clarkson. No, Kelly Clarkson was American. Oh, uh, One, One Direction. Direction. One Direction. Dude, One Direction is a bigger deal than Susan Boyle. She's like an actual they opera star. Like unlikely. The biggest, well, the biggest surprise, yeah. dude, but they didn't say that. Uh, she became. She's sixty-one today. Susan Boyle became internationally famous on Britain's Got Talent. And actress Annette O'Toole is 70 today. She plays, um, or played, Martha Kent, Superman's mom on Smallville. Today is also Walk to Work Day. Well, that must be nice in places where you could, like, that's an walk option. Walk to work, yeah. You could probably bike to work. I, I, in the dark? No, no. On the street? No, that's not just at all. dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so it is the uh, month of April. We're starting it off with a really nice weekend. Sunny, mid eighties for high temperatures. Wind's not going to be out of control. So, good start to a good month. Let's hope. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, we're going to have the uh, good news, bad news of the week. We have that on the way in just a few moments. Oh, nice. You've got through April the 10th if you want to be eligible to win the $10,000 home improvement giveaway from GECU and the Town Square Media family of stations, including KLAQ. All you got to do is send us a pic of the uh, project that you want to have done. Maybe something needs to be repaired or replaced in your home. So send us a picture. Send it through KLAQ.com or the KLAQ mobile app. And include a little bit about yourself and what work you're looking to have done. So once you've done that, all of the eligible entries are going to be in a random drawing. So you're going to take all the eligible entries and draw from among those randomly. And the grand prize is $10,000. You can uh, find all the rules at KLAQ.com and the KLAQ mobile app. Deadline to enter, though, is April the 10th. So uh, think about getting those in. Just a picture of a home improvement the job that needs to be done. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the job. And submit it through KLAQ.com or the KLAQ mobile app. Uh, Disney's Obi-Wan Kenobi series has been pushed back two days to Friday, May the 27th. Oh, no. You said it was coming out May the 4th because May the 4th be with you, and it was another example of where I just assumed mm -hmm. you knew what you were talking about, right. and obviously you had no, no idea. nothing, no. <laughs> Very. Why do because you do that? Because says things so confidently. Yeah, because I'm not not wrong till I am wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not how it works. You can be wrong without being aware that you're wrong. I, I don't see it like that. I guess uh, the star of Flash, Ezra Miller, has been causing all kinds of trouble even before he got arrested on Monday for causing a disturbance that at a karaoke place. Troubled. Yeah. Uh, police in Honolulu, where the arrest went down, were called... Ten times over mostly minor incidents that involved Jared Leto. 
Uh, not Jared Leto. Jared Ezra Leto. Miller. I what? Um, guy's 50 now, years old. Ezra Miller, my bad. TMZ has video of a woman having to physically keep him from entering a bar after he'd been kicked out of another joint next door. Do you think he's just an a-hole? Like a douche that's just like, whatever. I'm just like, I'm so cool. Or do you think he's like... I don't like know a trouble? whole lot about Ezra Miller, but a lot of this are signs of either drinking or drug right. problem. Yeah, I was going to say something. But you know, he's a, he's like a model. Doesn't he show up wearing blouses and dresses yeah. a lot? And well, he's not. Yeah, he's very fashionable. He, he considers himself queer and he's non-binary. Oh, okay. Well, he's, he's bipolar, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about Ezra Miller to really tell you other than just what I read about him getting in trouble. But it sounds like if, if police were called out. Ten times, but none of them were serious enough to make an arrest until the the thing went down, whatever happened at the karaoke place. That kind of reads like there's some kind of maybe a dependency issue or maybe some kind of mental illness. Uh, go Or he could just be a douchebag. Or that, I guess that's yeah. possible. During his stand-up show last night, Chris Rock shut down an audience member who yelled, F. Will Smith. Oh, and, what did Chris say? Uh, he just wasn't encouraging it, and some people got ejected from the show. Some of the people <sighs> who were ejected from his show last night said, hey, we were just interacting with Chris Rock. Nico, do you think one thing people don't don't fully get uh, is that a stand-up comedy show is not supposed to be interactive? Although, it, some comedians definitely... Open Bring the door. It on. They open the door. They try and get the audience involved so they can, yeah, you know, zing them or whatever. But for the most part, like if you're yelling back and forth to a comedian, oh, it's so annoying. Like that's honestly, not, one of the most annoying things to hear is the audience members say, like, "Oh, I love going to comedy shows. I love helping the comic." And you go, <laughs> "What do you mean you're helping?" Oh, I just like to throw things out and I'll just yell things to help them with their with their skit. It's like that's not helping at all. Come on. People actually say things like that. Oh, yeah. They think they're helping. Uh, when comics open the door, though, when they do crowd work, it's kind of like... You started it. You started it, but the comic is controlling the interaction. So although it is a two-way street, it's really a, a forced one-way street. Like, it should uh, just be going in one direction. I'm just going to Yeah, be... but I can see how that would cause confusion. It if does. it's a if comic it... who's, like, trying to get people to talk like asking a question of right. an audience but that's why that a point. really good comic is one who knows how to ask yes or no questions one how to pick out the right person you know there's a lot to it this goes uh, probably without saying and you probably guessed already but uh, the Foo Fighters are canceling their Grammy performance on Sunday mm -hmm. they canceled all of their uh, tour dates and concert dates well they they canceled several of them because of the death of Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for Foo Fighters. So not a not a surprise. Who's the lead singer? Dave, Dave Grohl. Grohl. Yeah, has there been, has he said oh anything? God. Um, what has he said about it? Because I know they were like really close. They were very. Has there been a statement from Dave Grohl on the death of? 
Yeah, I'm sure. I don't think. I mean, even though I, I can't come up with that off the top of my I don't head, think I'm sure he said think something. There's been a statement on behalf of the band, band. but not directly I don't think from Dave, Dave Grohl. Has had he a specific, hasn't yeah. said anything. There have been pictures. He's probably really, really well, grief stricken. That's, that's my right, point. So there's a lot of pictures going out online of like how, you know, because they were out. Uh, I forget where they were in Colombia, I think. Mm-hmm. And when he returned back to the U.S., there's a lot of pictures of Dave Grohl like just breaking down, crying. Oh man! Yeah, he's With probably just beside himself. That's my point. Is that I'm sure he is still so grief stricken that he couldn't even put it out of state media yeah, for he himself. Yeah, hasn't put out anything. And that explains the band cancellation. I mean, there's no way they're going to be able to perform at all like that. Have you heard that Mexico is renting out its presidential jet for bachelor parties and birthdays? God, that makes sense. Oh, you have gosh. got to be. You've got to be kidding me with that. Did you just beep yourself? Yeah, I just beeped myself. Oh, I thought, what's going on? Are you okay? Had you not heard anything about this story before? No. This is true. Uh, The previous Mexican president, who was, who was it before Obrador? Enrique Peña Nieto. All right, well, it says, yeah, right. The previous Mexican president had splurged on a jet, and it's become a huge expense and the current president, who is Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, doesn't want the jet. He says it's too opulent. Oh. It totally sends the wrong message to people who live in poverty in Mexico. And he's been trying to sell it, but I guess it's so opulent and so expensive to maintain and upkeep and everything, nobody wants to buy it. Really? So this week... Mexican President Obrador said to cover the upkeep of the plane, they're now making it available to rent out for things like weddings, parties, elaborate quinceañeras. Oh my God, that plane is bachelor parties, bachelorette oh, parties. I see this plane. Yeah, you have to look up the plane because it is ridiculous. Well, it's a full, it's a full jet buzz. It's a, it's like a Boeing liner. Yeah. What do you think Air Force One is? Yeah. Is it all tricked out? Yeah, Ugh, I've never been inside Air Force One, but I've seen the movie Air Force One with Harrison Ford, so I feel like I know like how opulent <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, Yo, that looks standard. That looks like probably what what our vice president flies around, and I wouldn't be surprised. My cousins would totally love that. What would they love? Just getting that jet. Just getting a jet. Partying and in it. Um, there's no like. It's unclear how much I it's going to cost to rent the presidential this. jet. Go to the National Post. Pardon? He's telling me where to find the I'm pictures. Telling you <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's big, right? Look at that bed. That's comfy. Yeah, you know. I wonder how much for. Well, so much that they couldn't find any takers. Nobody wanted to buy it, so they're going to rent it out. For wedding parties and bachelorette parties. It can carry only 80 people. Only? That's my. That's twice my friend list. Three times my friend list. They are going to have a lot of residual party drugs left in the presidential <laughs> plane after they sure. rent it out for a bachelor sure. party. There's going to be all kinds of debauchery going on. For sure. Please bring your own fabulosa... <laughs> I mean, think about think about who in Mexico could afford to rent the presidential the cartels, yeah. the cartels, cartels. absolutely, right? 
uh, my one weird cousin who we don't really know what he does for a living, but he's like in Cancun like every other weekend. <laughs> I can tell you Sweet. what he does. Yeah. I mean, let me into he's the family business, I guess. He's muling back a couple of keys of yay. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally joking. People online are talking about things that used to mean you were rich, but now mean you're poor. So at one point it meant you were rich. Okay. Now it means you're poor. Um, some of the things that were suggested, wall-to-wall carpeting. Carpeting in your bathroom. Oh, that is that is a. Would you say that's a poor thing? Like, if you saw that in a house now, that's oh, this is a poor house. No, a poor house. Wallpaper used to be a thing that only wealthy people had. Wallpaper is making a comeback. Is it? Yes. According to, like the Property Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> wallpapers coming back. Um. If you go back over a hundred years, poor people had horses and rich people had cars, and now only rich people have horses. Mm-hmm. But the main one, I took a class about class, like it was, it was class study. Um, you know how we don't have officially the upper class and the royalty like we do, but we we don't have a nobility like England does. But we do say. have definitely a class system, and they said I remember take, one of the takeaways from that was. A hundred years ago, less than a hundred years ago in the in the Depression even, being fat or overweight was a sign of wealth. wealth. Means because you had enough money you to had buy enough food. money to buy food. And only you know, and poor people, people in Dust Bowl and people struggling through the depression were skinny because they didn't have enough to eat. And if you mm-hmm. saw somebody who was fat, you assumed, oh, that person's got enough money to get fat. They must be rich. And now it's pretty much the exact opposite. Rich people can spend a lot of money to get skinny. Mm. Mm. And even though we still have poor people, food has gotten cheap enough that poor, poor people can get so many calories that they end up being... So that's the thing I think that's totally flip-flopped is... Rich people used to be uh, fat. Used to be a sign of right. of wealth. I guess it's probably also, even more true back just, in the Middle Ages when you see a picture of like Henry VIII and he's this big fat slob. You're like, man, this guy was banging. That's like that's what hot was, right? Yeah. Oh man, wow. this guy's got to be loaded. Look how fat he is. <laughs> also, wasn't a sign of being poor. Back then, like being tan and ruddy because it meant you were yeah, out in the sun. It meant you were out in the sun. And like a lot of times throughout history, the upper classes might have powdered their, their faces. faces. You've yeah. seen that in France. To look know, whiter so it would look like you were. You don't do manual labor. Right. Right. And now rich people have this great healthy tan, tan. and poor people have been stuck in their dead end job <laughs> <laughs> trying to make ends meet. Let's take a look at our. Good news, bad news of the week. And this is a segment uh, we try and get to every week, looking at both the positive and negative side of some of the biggest stories of the week. Some of these you've definitely heard about, and others, uh, you know, maybe we're on the back page. But we're going to look at the uh, good news and bad news of all of our stories. 
I don't know if you heard about this, but Dolly Parton, God bless Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton said, hey, take my name out of the running for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm not even a rock artist. So she's had a stellar couple of weeks here. But there's a story. Dolly Parton's theme park, Dollywood, has announced that they will pay for park employees' higher education. Oh, my gosh. That's Isn't amazing. that the best? Yeah. Bad news. The wow. bad news uh, for the average Dollywood employee, higher, higher education means sixth grade. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> Good the news. news. The U.S. House of Representatives passed the Crown Act, which bans discrimination in the workplace based on hair. Finally. Yeah, yes. Thank time. you. Thank you. <laughs> Unintended consequence here, guys, but you know what this means. What's that? Somebody shows up with a mullet applying for a job. you got to hire them. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we wouldn't hire somebody with a rat tail, but... We Guess we got it. Guess we can't discriminate. Good Walmart news. has announced they will stop selling cigarettes. I don't know if you saw that, but okay. uh, they're going to phase out cigarette sales at Walmart. Oh man! I Why anybody to... would go to Walmart? There's only one aisle that even has the cigarettes, and the person has to get out a key and unlock it. It's just a lot easier to go to a convenience store. And now they're cheaper. They're... Are they cheaper at yeah, Walmart? They are. Uh, so I'm going to say good news. Walmart is moving away. Yeah. They're going to phase out cigarette sales at Walmart locations. Yeah, good for them. Bad. How can that be bad? Well, Walmart says that although cigarettes will be gone, most Walmart locations will still have at least one secret meth lab operating out of the restroom. So, <laughs> so you could probably right. bum a cig off of that. Guy. Right. Although I'm not sure you'd want to smoke in that area. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was that good, but I did think it was good. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. Uh-huh. My bad. Bad oh, news. Right. Bad news. It's 2022, guys, and still we get headlines like this. Two-thirds of women in a recent survey say that they've experienced gender bias in the workplace. Two-thirds of women still have to put up with that crap. That's unfortunate. Right. I do have some good advice, though. Okay. Yeah. If you just smiled a little more, maybe undid a button or two, you wouldn't oh get God. held back all that much, okay? It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Tomorrow, Cypress Hill is playing a free show at Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Also, did I just see that there's like some Cypress Hill documentary coming out? Did you see that? That doesn't... I mean, there could be. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I, it's weird because I've, I heard the concert announcement and I was like, now everything I'm seeing is Cypress Hill. It's like... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll look it up for you, buddy. I wonder if there was any planning because today recreational marijuana goes into effect in New Mexico and tomorrow Cypress Hill... Comes El Paso. Maybe it was just happy coincidence. By the way, the El Paso Times today, most of the front section of the is like about recreational marijuana and what you need to know. And they're talking to like law enforcement. Law enforcement says yes, we're going to enforce. They don't say they're going to have like a like a checkpoint or a trap set up, but they are saying we will enforce. We are enforcing this. possession. In Texas, and the the newspaper even (laughs) says, probably lots of Texans are going to drive into New Mexico to purchase (laughs) recreational weed. It's like, here's your reminder, it's still illegal in Texas. (laughs) 
This is a clip from earlier. I think we need to replay this. It's a guy who uh, got kicked out of a movie theater last Friday. This happened in Royal Oak, <laughs> right. Michigan. I don't know. Oh, as it, you're, yeah. It's called Insane in the Brain. It's just coming out. 2002 Cypress Hill documentary, Insane in the Brain. It's a movie. On 2002? Show, on 2002? Yeah. I mean, 2022. Sorry, oh, 2022. Okay. so this is a guy in a theater and they were like hey you got to move to your seat and i guess he doesn't know that most showings now have a your assigned seat Mm -hmm. like most of the shows you go to they tell you pick out which seat in fact it's weird now when you go to one and it's you can just sit wherever you want to right Mm -hmm. it's like this is mayhem so i i love this like it's on your ticket whatever whatever I'm not going to admit I was wrong, just whatever. <laughs> so those are the other moviegoers, you know, because the, he's holding up the movie. It's like, go sit in the seat that's on your ticket, dude. Some people just cannot admit they're wrong, even mm-hmm. when the evidence is like, yeah, it says what seat you're supposed to be in on your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> While he's slurping his slurping. Can I get a drink? <laughs> it's not a hostage situation. You don't get a negotiation in this. <laughs> The Grammys are coming up on Sunday. Sunday, the Sunday. Fighters will not be performing. They are nominated, though, in a few different categories. Is Chris Rock, uh, Rock hosting any portion of it? Um, I don't think Chris Rock has anything to, to do with the Grammys. I think he's on tour, so he's working on No it. more reward ceremony. Here are the songs that are <laughs> okay. nominated for Song of the Year. Okay. Ten nominees. Joanne, I want to see how many of these... You can identify. Okay. And I'll tell you how many I I could identify. Okay. Oh, that yeah. sounds nice. Do you know, it, it's nice, but I don't know it. I don't know it either. Mm-mm. Oh, no. That is Alicia Keys and Brandy Carlisle, A Beautiful Noise, one of the songs that's up for Song of the Year. Beautiful. It was pretty. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that Brandy Carlisle. Like, I did see when she I was a musical too. guest on Saturday Night Live, and she is quite the chanteuse. What what the hell does that mean? It's a lady. It's a fancy way of saying lady singer. A chanteuse? Yes, she is quite the chanteuse. But I did. I don't recognize that song. Joanna, how about this one? Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Happier than ever. Happier than ever. Yep. I heard what it on TikTok. What is the deal? Where, like a lot of the songs, I feel like are made to seem seem like they're from a different decade. Like that one seems like it might have been recorded in the twenties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the 1920s that is, <laughs> and then there's some of the other stuff that I'm listening to. I'm like, that would not have sounded out of place if it was on the radio during the disco era. Ooh, yeah, you know, trends come in cycles, and it's time for these trends to come back. I guess. Okay, so that was Billie Eilish, Very "Happier much. Than Ever." Good job on that one. Thank you. Here's another song that's up for Song of the Year at the Grammys. I know that one. Oh, that's right, the buzz. driver's license song, uh-huh. and it's Olivia. Mm-hmm. I want to say Newton. No, it's nope. Olivia Rodriguez. Yeah, no. It, Gonzalez. You were close. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. A Rodrigo. My bad. Olivia Rodrigo. But good job, Buzz. You basically got it. Okay, don't patronize me. I'm not. How about this one, Joanna? Okay. Oh, my God. I don't know that one. That's, Billie Eilish? That's Brandy Carlisle. Oh, okay. See? Oh. I'm, I really want to get into Brandy Carlisle. I think she's a really talented <laughs> singer. I don't think her, yeah. she wants you to get into her. Why not? <laughs> Why? She's not even a young... I mean, she's like 40 years old. 
But she's still a relative newcomer. Yeah. I just think she's... You're still too old for her. I'm just... A fan of her music, man. Can I? A fan of Brandy Carlisle. Wait, are we saying it right? Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle. Who did we mistake her for one time? Belinda Carlisle. I thought that they were for a year. I thought they were talking about. Oh wow, Belinda Carlisle is. And we were like. Belinda Carlisle from the the uh, from the Go Go's, right? We were wrong. But. I was under the impression it's like I keep seeing Belinda Carlisle's name. She's really having a career renaissance. But that's Brandy Carlisle, Brandi. Brandi. right on time. Yes. Great. Right, how about this one, okay. Joanna? Open. Oh, Bruno yeah. Mars. Silk Sonic, and like a bunch of other people. It's Silk Sonic. Oh. Silk Sonic. Oh. I had never heard that before. I don't. No. I don't oh, hate it. But I think I, you would love the song. It's great. Yeah, from the five seconds I heard there. I listen to the whole thing. It's awesome. It sounds like baby making music. It kind of is. Next he's song. Telling her I'm leaving the door open. You ready for the next song? Yes. Here it goes. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Some of them are short. Okay, like, that one. Carlisle. No. <laughs> no. I don't know. Joanna, you even made fun of me for not knowing who this artist is. I did. Nominated Sounds for like Song you. of the Year, Her, and <laughs> Fight for You. Her? Her. What's, yes. her. what's her name? Ladies and gentlemen, Her. 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 Who's on first? Her. <laughs> Here's the next song. Tell me if you can identify this one. Yes. Mm-mm. I... I was aware that Justin Bieber had a song about peaches, uh-huh. but I wasn't aware enough to know that it sounded that stupid. <laughs> it's catchy. It's catchy. I get my peaches out in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the word? That, weed out in California. Oh, and they that was the word they edited out. Was yeah, should weed? I have not said that? If they edited it Too out? late. Oh. How's weed a bad word? I, I thought it had to be like, you know, some I guess like because he's promoting it, but I mean, oh, I thought it had to be like a sexual slang. So. Maybe that's why. Uh, I get my cows in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Yeah. I get my cows in Texas. Yeah. Tell me that's not how. That's the, the third goes. verse. Are you messing with me? No, not at all. Really? Wait till I tell you what this idiot fell for this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nico, I'm talking I can't about. Wait to hear it. Oh my god! <laughs> I found out my mistake. <laughs> Uh, how about this song? Okay. Yes. That's one that I mean, like, if that if you'd heard that song on the radio in 1977, you would have oh just God. thought it's a disco song, right? Doja Cat is just, like, really leaning into that disco sound. Doja Love Cat. It. It's Doja Cat. This definitely needs to have a sparkly disco ball yeah. going on. Kiss me, man. Yeah. So that is Doja Cat featuring SZA. I'm going to try and say the name. SZA. SZA. What? SZA. S-Z-A. Do they pronounce it S-Z-A? SZA. SZA. I don't know. SZA. SZA. Like, okay, what do you call the RZA? How do you spell the RZA? R-Z-A, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Joanna, two more songs up for Song of the Year. Yes. Yeah, this is a good song. I know that that mm-hmm. is by Lil Nas X, but yes. I and I think it's like Montenegro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job. 
it's not some... called Montenegro. It's called Montero. Oh, now, yeah, Montero. I, I got an answer sheet over here. Montero is his name. Montero. That's also some baby making music right there. <laughs> I have no kids, by the way. Uh, yeah. Ed, shoot. Uh huh. Uh, uh, uh. uh. I'm a habits lead to you. Uh huh. Dang, Nico. What's the name of that song? Nice. Uh, bad Habits. Yep, Ed Sheeran, Play Bad Habits. I want to hear Nico sing it again. My bad habits lead to you. Wait till you hear what he thought was real. <laughs> <laughs> Already this morning. Oh, Nico, you fell it's for just something. Just such a dope. It actually wasn't a prank. I just misunderstood an article. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't. I was like, where did you see that? Oh, no. Yeah, I just misunderstood an article. <laughs> you... All right, who do we think is going to win? Ooh. I, I'm telling Belinda you, Carlisle, really, maybe? Brandy Carlisle. Oh, Brandy. I'm a real fan of Brandy Carlisle. I think right on time. So, okay, I don't know. Joanna and Buzz, there's a uh-huh. huge difference in the w- way that the popular ones sound versus those soulful ones right. sound, right? Yes. So how, how, are, how are they going to judge? Okay, well, the popular ones got maybe... Well, are, what are they judging them on? Who got more records sold or... You know, ever Which since they the gave popular? Artist of the Year or new co- to Millie Vanilli's band that didn't even sing their own music. <laughs> oh, so you're not judging the music, then? Yeah. I, Buzz has been disillusioned since then. <laughs> the, the Grammys had lost all of their cred decades ago. <laughs> I was just interested There's to see like, how familiar you are with like Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Watching the Grammys. All right, so He's back there like, girl, you know it's true. <laughs> Blame it on the road. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Throws his wig down. <laughs> I've got some songs from the rock categories, so we could go over those All in a right. few minutes. Yeah. See if you know any of these rock songs as well as you know Ed freaking Sheeran. Nico But I mean in one of the commercial really breaks. Rock? In one of the commercial okay. breaks. What is what really rock? The Grammys when they nominate the rock songs. Pop rock. You know? Yacht rock. Yeah. So the rock categories other than metal, you know, they have a metal category. Coldplay. (laughs) Coldplay, right. (laughs) So Nico gets my attention. I take my headphones off and I'm like, what? He's got something important to tell me. He goes, do you know who Chris Rock's mother is? I'm like... No. And he says, Marion Ross from Happy Days. And I said, Mrs. Cunningham? Mrs. C? Oh, that's why. Yeah, Mrs. C, I guess. Yeah. What did you... <laughs> and then I realized some. they must have put it as an April Fool's joke. Okay. No, one, I didn't know who Marion Ross was when I read the thing. Two, I was reading an article about a comedic actor who worked with Will Smith and Chris Rock on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for, for an episode that, he, that they all three were on. And it's the article was saying, oh, by his mother, Marion Ross. And I thought, oh, he's talking about Chris Rock. Chris Rock's mother, mother Marion Ross. Ross. And then they were saying, no, it, it, they're actually talking about this other guy, Jim Meskimen. <laughs> and his mother is, is Marion Ross. Ross. And he's a comic, though, as well. He's a comedian. No, so you got a, you got Wait. April fooled by yourself by your own brain. You April fooled yes. yourself. You April fooled yourself, you dodo. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. A huge, huge portion of today's El Paso Times newspaper 
a lot of column space was given to uh, cannabis. As uh, marijuana sales go recreational in the state of New Mexico, and it really goes in-depth about, like, it lists all the places you can get it. It tells you what to say to the cops, what not to say to the cops. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. The El Paso Times is really like the... Just keep a newspaper with you on at all times. (laughs) And one of them is, be cool. Be cool, man. I don't be think cool. it says that in the article I'm reading. Right. But... It's insinuated. Be cool. We were reviewing some of the songs just to see how up to date we are on popular music because the Grammys are coming up on Sunday. So we'll see how you guys do on uh, rock categories. All right. All right. Here are the nominees for best rock songs. And I'll count it if you can get either artist or song title. Okay. Either right. one. Okay. Okay. Here goes. Okay. Any luck you there? You had that background song still playing. Oh, so so it screwed it, it up. Kind of screwed it up a little. For Do me. you have a sound effect going? All right, it did not help turning down that other one because I don't know it. Yeah, no clue. Not that is bit. Kings of Leon. Oh, I love uh, <laughs> Leon. And the Bandit is the name of the song. Okay. Did, I didn't even know Kings of Leon had an album out this year. I guess I didn't it didn't get a lot of airplay on KLAQ, or I would have heard it. All right, here is another song up for the best rock song category. Artist or title, either one okay. of them, guys. Doesn't that sound like Blurred Lines yes. by Adam, by oh uh, my what's his God. name, Thick? Robin Thick. Doesn't that sound like that song that was <gasps> popular does. like six or seven years ago? I know you okay. want it. But didn't that song get in trouble for sounding like another yeah. song? Yeah. yeah so, a Marvin yeah, Gaye song. The... Artist or song? Yeah, no clue. Uh, no clue. It's one of the most famous rock artists of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Bon Jovi. <laughs> nope, that's Paul McCartney. That oh. was Paul McCartney. And the song is called Find My Way. All right. Or Blurred Lines. Sounds a lot like (laughs) for employees of a rock radio station. You guys are not doing well in the rock. Are these rock songs? Okay, we don't really play Kings of Leon. That's more Kiss situation. Or McCartney. We played Kings of Leon a couple of albums ago. Yeah, like they were in pretty heavy duty rotation. They're great. Yeah, that sounds sounds a lot more mellow than than previous Kings of Leon. Okay. Oh, they were harder. A little, you know. All right, another song. Now, this one I have heard on KLAQ. We may not oh, have right. we may not have leaned way into it, but I've definitely heard this song on the Q. I think. Now you ought to be able to get now, the I... artist just because it sounds so much like this artist, even if you haven't heard the song. But this is up for best rock song. I've never. Heard one more that time. Play on Let's hear station. it one more time. You know how there are some bands. It's like, oh, I could identify that band right. just. Right. By hearing they a, have few. a signature. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this 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 should help you out. Not a clue. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that on our stage. I've never heard of that. Weezer. Oh. oh. And all my favorite songs. I figured you guys could have taken a guess at the title anyway, because <laughs> all my favorite songs. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's how choruses do it, yeah. <laughs> oh for three in the rock category. Dang. I never had much hope in it to be in Here's a song <laughs> we played a lot in okay. the past year on KLAQ. I predict 
Joanna will get it, Nico will have no clue. <laughs> if Joanna doesn't get it, and I'm thinking about having like a rock and roll boot Uh-oh. camp for you guys. For both what, of us. <laughs> guess who's going to be the professor? Daniel Paulus. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, Daniel and Kevin are going to be in there teaching you freaking millennials about rock music. Okay. Ah, oh, yeah. Leave it to Nico to try first, Art. Okay. Oh, of course. This is, of course, Ghost. Dude. You know, it's one thing to embarrass yourself, but you're embarrassing me now. I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) You haven't heard this song. Then you haven't listened to KLAQ in the past Many a time I've introduced this song, huh? Oh. The song? Uh Uh-huh. Called No Matter What? Oh my God! You are like so close. Let me. No matter what, I'll let, be with let you. Me, let me put yeah. it this way. Let's go with the artist here for a second. But did I get the song title? The artist <laughs> wrote this song about his father, who passed mm-hmm. away very recently. His, his father, father was a big rock another star, another rock icon. Yeah. Wolfgang Amadeus. Oh, no, God. Wolfgang Van Halen. Yes. Oh the my song God! Is called you got it. What's the song called? You had like the phrase, but I need you to go a little bit. Distance further. is the name of the song. Distance. Distance. All right, here, All right here's this, here's the, the final song in the rock <laughs> best rock song okay. category. And you ought to get this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be very disappointed, Joanne, if you don't get this one. Okay. No pressure. All right. Again, Nico's lost cause. Coldplay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. Nico, this song is nominated for Best Rock Song. Is it the Foo Fighters? It is the Foo Fighters. How'd you get that? It just sounds... Yeah, it sounds like... uh, What's that? uh, 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 The lead singer, David Grohl? Dave Grohl. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's the song called? Oh, no. I don't know. (laughs) Waiting on a War. Oh, was on heavy heavy rotation, right, Joanna? Yes, on KLAQ. It is. Uh, so there are some of the rock songs that nice. are nominated. Sunday, good selection. At the Grammys. Yeah. Will anybody slap anybody at the Grammys? <laughs> oh. Recreational marijuana went into effect uh, today, or has gone into effect today, and the newspaper is full of helpful advice. I've got an article over at KLAQ.com you can use as well. It lets you know like what's still a misdemeanor, what's a felony, because there are still some felonies. For instance, um, you can't drive under the influence of marijuana. Mm-hmm. You can definitely get ticketed for that. Don't as do far it. as possession goes... Uh, Public possession of over eight ounces or half a pound is a felony. So if if you really load it up and you're out someplace, they could definitely charge you with a felony for having over eight ounces. Uh, possession of under eight ounces on a school property, including daycares, is a misdemeanor. Don't take eight half a pound to school. Yeah. 
selling marijuana to a juvenile under the age of 18 also a felony. So just, you know, keep in mind. And I think the important thing here is, <laughs> you know, since we've got so many people from Texas listening, is they will sell you marijuana if you go over into New Mexico. You're not supposed to bring it back across the, the state lines into Texas. Foggy over in the app chat yeah. says, remember, if you're going to New Mexico, it's shut the F up Friday. <laughs> <laughs> then they had uh, some of the... Uh, you know, law enforcement talking about they're saying, yeah, we'll still enforce possession, you know. Um, now, consumption, where you can consume cannabis in New Mexico, there's a lot of there's a lot of information about that. Consumption is allowed in designated hotel rooms, casinos, cigar bars, and tobacco shops. Not all oh, of nice. them. No, Just okay. if they're designated, there's a place you can go. And light up so legally purchased marijuana. Like a motel called like the Stoner's Lodge where you could just... Is there? I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, they, they probably do have... They're saying there's designated smoking rooms that you can smoke in. Then probably there oh, will be man. someday. You'd think they'd advertise that. Like up in Colorado, you think they'd have a thing that's like smoke, you know, weed friendly on some kind of... They Hotel. do, don't they? I've never seen one. Now, there are some that are definitely... How often are you driving through Colorado? You know, from time to time, big Broncos fan, go up and catch as many uh, Nuggets right. games as mm-hmm. I can every okay. year. Yeah. So, yeah, I see them. <laughs> familiar with the signs. Sure. Uh-huh. But there's no no place up there that's like, hey, stay at, stay at our lodge or hotel or Airbnb or whatever. Welcome because to Rocky can, Mountain you High. You can smoke it up as much as you want to. Uh, the article in today's Times, which is extensive, says, don't even think about smoking in your car in a parking lot. Right. That can be a good way to get a ticket for driving under the influence, even if you just parked in a parking lot. So um, the Visit Las Cruces website says, currently, cannabis consumption is restricted to indoor private property use only. It goes on to say, however, this may change as New Mexico begins issuing cannabis consumption area licenses. Aha! Now this is... See? Aha! <laughs> they're saying they're going to issue Jacques. licenses. you got to apply for a license and probably pay a fee to say it's all right to consume your cannabis on our property. Uh, it says here always, and this is from Visit El Paso, uh, Visit Las Cruces, rather, always confirm with establishment or property owner before consumption, so. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. What the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Here's a telephone number you call into the show. You can tell us what's happening by calling the new KLAQ studio line, which is 915-910-4995. That is 915-910-4995. To leave a message... Call the morning show neckline. You'll hear a recording. Leave a message. It could get played back on the air. Toll-free neckline number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. 
Let's get a look at uh, El Paso weather. It might get a little windy this afternoon, not as windy as it was earlier this week. So instead of 30-mile-an-hour winds, we might see 15-mile-an-hour winds this afternoon. Otherwise, mostly sunny and 80 for the high temperature. On Saturday, Saturday looks great. Sunny and 82. This is an A-plus golf day uh, with winds between 5 and 10 miles an hour on Saturday. Uh, Sunday also equally nice, partly cloudy, 83 for the high temperature on Sunday. And those winds might get up to 10 miles an hour in the afternoon on Sunday, but that's about it. Uh, El Paso weather, the golfer's forecast brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all of your tee times and reservations online at painteddunes.com. Or if you want to call out to set up a tee time, you can also do that. By calling 915-821-2122. That's 821-2122 to set up tee times at Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Inflation is on the rise. Gas prices are going up. And prices are up for lots of different reasons. Supply chain, KLAQ is here to help because go fund yourself is back. $10,000. You could buy a great used car. You could put a down payment on a home. You could take the vacation you've been dreaming of for $10,000. So starting on Monday, the Q's Go Fund Yourself cash codes return to KLAQ. Every day, there's going to be one winner who gets $2,000. So daily $2,000 winners, and you could win up to $10,000. Open the 95.5 KLAQ mobile app and get all the details there. And just be aware, the uh, cash code, go fund yourself, cash codes are coming back on Monday. Tomorrow, Joanna Barba is going to be at Specs on Sunland Park Drive. Woo-hoo! You said my name so serious, I got a little scared. Joanna there. Barba like, is going to be God. at Specs. Joanna Barba, please she's gonna, step up. She's going to have... <laughs> giveaways of the new Ghost album, Impera. So you could get that also. Impera. Specs Impera. <laughs> Joanna Barba. Go see the judge. Also, Specs is celebrating their 60th anniversary. They're going to have Woo! numerous door prizes and specials going on. That's Specs tomorrow on Sunland Park right next to PetSmart. Tomorrow, starting at noon, go until 2 with KLAQ. I mean, they'll be they'll be open more than that, but that's when <laughs> right. Joanna's going to be there. there. I'm going to try. You know, growing up, I always watched Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. He was the only guy yeah. who had a late night show, really. He was well. I mean, Ed uh, McMahon. Not Ed McMahon. Um, who are you thinking of? The guy with a horse face. Letterman. No, you know who I'm talking about. The original talk show host. Good God. From like the 50s. Uh, who was the talk show host back then? Jack Parr? Sullivan? So, thank you, Ed Sullivan. You knew exactly who I was talking about. Who did you say? I said David Letterman. I didn't no, know who you were talking about. I said about. Ed McMahon. I was thinking of Ed Sullivan. I mean, uh, you were saying Johnny Carson was the only talk show. It was like, no, not really. There was... Ed Sullivan, Jack Parr, there was... He was the only late-night guy, and he a lot of what he did is still what they do. There's a monologue. There are guests. There's a band. You know, all of that stuff was Carson. Yeah. Isn't Jack Parr the guy from Incredibles? Mr. Incredible? You don't know. Jack Parr was the original host of The Tonight Show when it first went on the air. Jack-Jack. 
I'm thinking of Jack Jack. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a shot doing a monologue. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I have a couple other stories, though, Best before we get to that. Tease. Yeah. Got it. Go on. Did you know that in the UK, you can get sentenced to community service for offensive tweets? No. What's considered an offensive tweet? Yeah. See, that's the trouble. <laughs> like, who, who decides yeah, what's an offensive court? tweet? There's a law in the UK that prohibits people from spreading contents that's, content that's deemed grossly offensive or of an indecent, obscene, or menacing character through a public electronic communications network. And that is... The story I'm reading here says the same thing that we're saying. It's so broad that that could be interpreted and enforced. Kind of Orwellian, almost. But it's a law, and there's one guy that's found out the hard way. Back in February, an elderly British Army officer died. And a 36-year-old man named Joseph Kelly tweeted out, quote, The only good British soldier is a deed one. Burn, old fella, burn. Joseph is Scottish. Uh, So that's, you know, in poor taste. Nobody needs to read that. But also, according to the courts, it's illegal. So the the 36-year-old who wrote that about the deceased uh, army officer was sentenced to 150 hours of community service and 18 hours of counseling. That's BS. His attorney says that Joseph was drunk at the time that he tweeted that, and he only had a handful of followers, but apparently the courts wanted to make an example of how this would work, and they wanted to make an example out of him. Who are they to say? How would that go over if an offensive tweet could, because you hear people talking about Facebook jail or Twitter jail or whatever. What if it could actually end up with you being sentenced to community service? Well, well, that's the point about when people say, I have the First Amendment right to say whatever I want. No, you don't have, the First Amendment does not guarantee you the right to say whatever you want. It guarantees that the government can't restrict your right to say it. You can still say something that's wrong and you can be judged and be slapped in the face for it. Uh, <laughs> So this, this is just messed up. What would happen to the, what, what was the church that would go to mil, ex-military, uh, Westboro Baptist the Church? They were literally going to military funerals and celebrating the death of American U.S. servicemen. And they knew the government they couldn't can't do anything about the it. The government can't censor that. We, that's what the First Amendment is. It's protecting us from the government. Now, somebody who didn't like what they were saying could show up and throw a rock at them. You could, Absolutely. They could do that. Could, it wouldn't be legal to do that. They could be a... Uh, it would be the rock thrower that was breaking the law, not the Westboro people. But you could still throw rocks on too. think about anything that's offensive, that's... At some point, almost anything was offensive. At some point at when some point. American colonists said, I don't think we want to be part of England anymore. That could have... You know, the government could have said, that's sedition. That's That's, that's the problem with government having these type of laws that are... Uh, governing things that are almost inexplicable. What is offensive language? Who is the court to decide that? I mean, there are things today that you can't do. You can't go on- online and say that uh, there's a bomb threat. You know, that's illegal. In calling America. in or calling in a or bomb, tweeting a, even a, a 
a bogus bomb threat is a crime. Saying fire in a crowded uh, movie theater when there's not one can also be considered illegal today. I mean, not, not, saying the 2020 election was stolen when it really wasn't <laughs> may not be illegal, but it will get you kicked off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> True. You even got a smile from John on that one. <laughs> you guys want to hear my my attempt at a monologue? Oh yeah. I'm willing to. Did take... you write these jokes yourself? Yeah, I did. You honestly wrote all these yourself. Oh, I'm excited. And you didn't ask me for help with any of them. Okay, cool. You don't know. Sometimes I help you. I ask you to help me polish a joke or whatever. And I might not have noticed for this. Okay, I cool. Hit it, funny man. Yeah. All right. Uh, where will we start today? You know Beyond Meat, who makes the meatless hamburger patties? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Beyond Meat now makes jerky. Oh, interesting. Okay. They sell it in three flavors. Cardboard, spicy cardboard, and teriyaki <laughs> cardboard. <laughs> teriyaki right. cardboard. Yeah. A concert tour coming up. Really? Oh. Yep. Yeah. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett are hitting the road this summer. Uh, all good nice. ones, yeah. The tour is going to be called the Super Bowl halftime show that white people wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Your laugh track is funny. <laughs> it is. U.S. Representative Republican Madison Cawthorn says that members of the Washington elite have orgies and snort coke. Yes. No. Well, that Republican National Convention sounds a lot more hip now. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you. Good crowd tonight. Good, a good crowd. O.J. Simpson says that he can understand why Will Smith did what he did. Oh, really? At the Academy Award. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you gotta, you know, OJ will be the first to tell you, you gotta stand up when someone dis- disrespects your wife by making fun of her hair or returning their sunglasses from the restaurant she left them at. <laughs> <clears throat> no? I don't get it. He just says he doesn't understand why Will couldn't finish the job. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, OJ, OJ said, OJ. Why, I just don't understand why Will, uh, Will Smith didn't finish the job. Oh, okay. The waiter had returned Nicole's sunglasses. She had, that was the her, his excuse for the being The sign of a good joke is when you explain you know, it. Yeah. When, you, <laughs> when you have to belabor the joke. Make the joke understandable. All right. President Biden this week said that he stands by his statement that Vladimir Putin shouldn't be allowed to remain in power. Oh, really? President Biden, however, refuses to comment on whether Will Smith should be allowed to keep his Oscar. (laughs) 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 But uh, the Western sanctions against against Putin are causing a big economic meltdown in Russia. President uh, Biden has vowed to keep tightening the screws and imposing sanctions, and he's not going to let up until Vladimir Putin's approval numbers are as low as Joe Biden's are in the United States. (laughs) Oh, wow. Listen to that. I got a huge amount of applause. (laughs) Wow. I was not expecting that. And speaking of sanctions in Russia, McDonald's has paused business in Russia. The McDonald's in Russia, all of them closed down. 
This is not a big deal to Russians because the only true happy meal to them is a fifth of vodka and a bowl of cold beet soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. That's true. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joe from the El Paso Zoo is coming by today. Woohoo! We've got plenty to talk about. They've got some new babies at the zoo. They do. They have a lot of new babies. Six from six different animals. Now, are these like babies that the animals had in captivity, or did they bring in baby animals I think from, they were, out, from outside? Or they were we'll had out. in captivity, I believe. Including an orangutan, and I believe you said you can't remember, but maybe a hippo or a rhino. Uh, I, I don't think we have a rhino, okay. but yeah. Oh, a giraffe. <gasps> a baby giraffe? I think so. Uh, he'll tell us more about it. <laughs> Steve Kaplowitz also later with Tourney Talk with the Final Four set for tomorrow night. Villanova, Kansas. Duke, North Carolina. That's going to be a big game. So I got a little bit more information. The El Paso Times really leaned heavily in today into telling you where you can buy legal weed in New Mexico as New Mexico is now recreational marijuana. The big change, what would you say is the big change from the marijuana sales that they had in New Mexico before today? Uh, So when a state goes recreational, it means uh, it's recreational for all adults. Um, It's Visitors as well as as state residents. Uh, Before, most um, marijuana programs are medical, which means that uh, you had to prove uh, to the dispensary with a doctor's note, usually or a recommendation from a doctor that uh, you that you need to to, to purchase this. So uh, you won't need that anymore. Now, for instance, uh, Oklahoma, which is where I'm from, they're not recreational because you can't buy it unless you are an Oklahoma resident with a license to purchase marijuana. So that's not right. recreational, although. There are so many dispensaries, and the signs are so attention-grabbing. Like, you you can't look in any direction in Oklahoma without seeing a dispensary or a sign for a dispensary. But it's not considered recreational because out-of-staters can't uh, purchase, and you can't purchase it unless you go through the, you know, the prescription license process. Uh, and you know what? I'm I'm sorry, but I just got a message, and I, I'm looked into this about all the the, the babies uh, from the zoo. And Joe's going to come in and talk to us more about this. But uh, our jaguar, our Mexican gray wolf, our orang- one of our orangutans. Uh, do you know what a, a pronghorn fawn is? It's like a deer. I yeah, think. probably a deer. A Prowalski horse. Those are the little tiny ones, I believe. Yeah, those are all pregnant right now. Mm. Aww. Yeah. Here's what the uh, spokesman for the El Paso Police Department had to say. So the Times has some quotes. A lot of people have been wondering, oh, are they just going to be looking for cars coming back from New Mexico? And, you know, a spokesman with the El Paso Police Department said the department won't be focusing on low-level cannabis possession arrest. The El Paso County Sheriff's Office said that they won't focus exclusively on possession arrest, but will continue to make arrests for possession of marijuana. On March 30th, the Texas Department of Safety said they will enforce Texas state laws, but said no specific enforcement initiatives are planned 
for New Mexico's recreational sales. Oh, okay. Although, if they were going to have like a checkpoint or a, you know something to where every car coming in from New Mexico has to pull over to the side, and they can lean in like get, the side of I ten. Well, the side of you know wherever of I ten. Have you never been in a chat in a traffic checkpoint off I ten? No. Not off I ten. I have never been in a truck. That's the most. That's the biggest way most people get to New Mexico from here. Is on I ten. Is on I ten. I'm just saying it's not out of the question that it could happen. And if it were going to happen, they wouldn't announce it. It also wouldn't be on I ten. Uh, yeah, you you should still be very careful. You know. But just I've been be cool. In, I've been. I mean, they got border patrol checkpoints permanently on I ten. Not anywhere between here and Las Cruces. Well, that's true. <laughs> do you know what a checkpoint is? I know what a checkpoint hey, is, but they do every them, car going this way. We want to see do your them proof on of insurance. small streets in the city. They never do them on major highways, which is the only way they could do it. Like on Country Club, where that goes into New Mexico and then true. comes back. If they, you know, they do it for fireworks. Sure. Like people who go in and purchase fireworks that you're not allowed to have in the city, they yeah. do. No, you're right. They enforce that, so why wouldn't they enforce this? They could, anyway. Um, also, Joanna, we have a uh, yes. spokesman from New Mexico who's talking about, uh, in this clip, about what drugs are legal. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is uh, spokesman Vince Vega, who has some advice for people Mr. buying... Mr. Vincent Vega. Vincent Vega, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Vega says he still wants to find out what a $5 milkshake tastes like. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Time for entertainment news. Hollywood notes of interest. Here is Joanna Barba with our entertainment segment. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Collector and paranormal investigator Zach Bagans purchase the Maui Jim sunglasses that Paul Walker was wearing at the time of his fatal crash back in 2013. But instead of displaying them at his Las Vegas haunted museum, Zach wants to give them back to Paul's family, free of charge, of course. If they don't want them, though, he plans on getting their permission to display them in a memorial exhibit. The guy who had originally found the sunglasses, they were in a bush when the wreckage was cleared, allegedly reached out to Paul's family and never heard back. So he put them up for auction in 2014 for $15,000, but they never sold and he received tons of backlash for it. But there is no word on how much Zach paid for them. It looks like the people behind the Golden Raspberry Awards don't want to add insult to injury. The Razzies recently honored Bruce Willis with his own historic category, Worst Performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie, for a series of eight straight-streaming films. Well, in light of the news of his aphasia diagnosis, they are now rescinding that award. In a statement, the co Oh, we feel bad about making fun of your crappy yeah, movies because you got aphasia. Yeah. In a statement, the co-founders of the award show, John Wilson and Mo Murphy, said, quote, After much thought and consideration, the Razzies have made the decision to rescind the Razzie Award given to Bruce Willis due to his recently disclosed diagnosis. If someone's medical condition is a factor in their decision making and or their performance, we acknowledge that it is not appropriate to give them a Razzie. So... Oh, these are terrible movies, but they're so terrible, the person had to have had some kind of disability. 
That kind of sounds like what they're saying. Yeah, like, and if they oh, we just thought he was a... making terrible movies. We didn't right. know he had a disability <laughs> that was leading him to make terrible bad. movies. That's they could have done this to Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage has appeared in probably as many direct-to-video or direct-to-streaming right. real B and C movies. Probably as many. You mean they could have had a whole category, category of, of Nick, Nick Cage, Cage movies. horrible movies yeah. in 2021 that Nick Cage was and in. And he wouldn't have had an excuse. Well, his excuse was he was in debt. Yeah. And I think, like, he fully owned it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing hey, these crazy movies. I bought the elephant man's bones or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Nicolas Cage, but he had a lot of stuff, like like a T-Rex skull that he oh, bought. Yeah. And- Weird he, stuff. Things that like that that he had to sell to pay off his debts. Yeah. The seemingly censored scenes that eagle-eyed fans spotted in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus are to be restored to their original versions. Disney appeared to make changes to two scenes in the series, making them less violent and more suitable for younger viewers. This was recently brought to light by various Twitter accounts, and it looks like this issue will be resolved soon. Dude, can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. I couldn't watch Moon Knight until I answered questions about the parental setting and they wanted me to enter my password well i didn't want to get up and go find my password so i just <laughs> did the default so now i can't watch anything above tv 14 <laughs> it put you in the kids category. It put me in the kids category but guess what i could still watch moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right what what are you doing disney plus you're not my They're mom trying to make it suitable <laughs> for younger yeah. viewers because the parents, Damn. what is it, the parents' organization? <laughs> PRMC like, or something? Something like that. Yeah. They complain a lot. Well, many speculate that this may have been a part of a larger censoring of Marvel's more violent content on Disney Plus's part due to the new parental control options made available after Marvel's Defender series premiered on the platform. However, a source close at Disney has confirmed that the censored Falcon and Winter Soldier scenes resulted from an alternate cut of the episode being accidentally uploaded in an attempt to correct a credit. It was then confirmed that the folks at Disney Plus are currently working to change it back. I didn't think of that series as particularly violent. I mean, comic book violence, but... Apparently, one scene had uh, blood splattered all over, so they cleaned that up. Oh, I think that's where the fake Captain America, Kurt Russell's son, like squashed a guy's head in one of the. Did you not watch Falcon and Winter Soldier? I did not, no. It was way better than Loki and way better than WandaVision. I didn't Mm. watch any of those. Loki was really good. None. Seen none whatsoever. Yeah, you're probably better off. No, okay. And finally, Will Packer, the producer of this year's Oscars, is finally breaking his silence. The producer opened up to Good Morning America about what happened at the Oscars. And according to Packer, the LAPD was on hand and ready to arrest Will Smith after he smacked Chris Rock. But Chris was dismissive about pressing charges. As the producer, if you know this, that it's like they, this is a thing the police mm-hmm. were willing to arrest for. Maybe you say, hey, you know what, we're, we're going to kick you out of the award. Yeah, but also as the producer, you're still thinking the show is still going on. You still have to think how's the re- how am I going to make sure the rest of the show smoothly goes? Will this make it worse? Right. Will having the police go up to Will and take him cause an even bigger disruption, an even bigger scene? Well, I'm I'm hearing they're saying now that they asked Will Smith to leave. He refused or he declined. Refused. And then they were worried that he might cause a scene by not going peacefully so mm-hmm. they decided to let him stay and then he won best actor and then he got a standing ovation, and he got a standing from, everybody ovation from everybody who just watched him assault chris rock 
How do you feel if you're Chris Rock and you're still in the building? I don't know that he was at the time, but that the guy who just hit you really hard. Right. I mean, this wasn't a love tap. This was really hard. Got a standing ovation when he got up to get his award. That really must stay. He probably didn't stick around. I would have booked it. Chris uh, Rock, it says, refused numerous times mm-hmm. to press any charges. Can't the police arrest somebody in a case of violence? When there's like full evidence. Even like, if the victim doesn't want to press charges? I think it has Like there are a lot of depend. domestic things where the, you know, one of the domestic partners doesn't want to press charges, but they'll still go ahead and do it anyway. I think it depends if the officers, uh, I think it has to do with like you believe it's a public threat or if the officers believe that it's more of a threat. Or if the victim is in danger of reprisal or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think there's discretion that's involved. They didn't know that Will Smith was going to be like, hey, meet me in the parking lot, Chris Rock. We'll finish it there. Right. And when you're dealing with these such well-known personalities, I think it, there's a lot of other considerations. Yeah, that, that does kind of play a factor in like, oh, it's Will Smith. Uh, Mr. Smith, can you leave? Yeah. No. Okay, I, thank you. Are you going to be waiting in the parking lot, Mr. Smith? Uh, no, no, I got a limo with my friends. And- right. I'm going to go dance. I wasn't as surprised it. that he still was there to get his award as I was that he went to the after parties. Like, Will Smith was like, yeah, I'm still going to the parties. Yeah. Oh, I think he felt vindicated. I think a wait... The you weight of the world he, was lifted off of Will Smith. If I was Will Smith, I would have felt like, I mean, the the more it sank in, I think I would feel more and more like a piece of... Look, people have been saying things about him and his wife for years and now. You think he and had, I think he's been just letting it sit and ruminate on it and finally nah, getting to slap Chris Rock. Getting to slap somebody, put I'll, him at ease. I think so. I, think he I probably, don't think so. Yeah. Now, maybe his career and all that, the other complications that come from it, but at least in his mind, he can say emotionally, I finally brought I you around to agreeing woman. that this could de- be a detriment to Will Smith's career. Like, this could really derail I, a lot of what no. he's done. No. I, don't I think, think it will. No, I don't think it I don't. I'm not saying it will end his career. I'm not saying he'll go Kevin Spacey. I think there's re- repercussions that will happen, but I don't think it's going to be a detriment to his career. I think It's going to be a whole arc of how he's redeeming himself. Right. Yeah, this mm. is just the, the the end of the first arc. <laughs> but can we like arc. talk about how Chris Rock is really handling it, like really well? Stand up, yeah. dude. You know, literally. Like he goes to his shows and he's like, you know what? When the time is right, I'll talk about it. Somebody yelled out "F Will Smith" at one of his shows, and Chris Rock wasn't was not having, having it. it. So. Hey, Joanna, I have a entertainment uh, story. I, would you mind if <gasps> I added it on to you? Hit it. Okay, so I told you about the news that Jim Carrey might be retiring from acting. Speaking to Hollywood, Access Hollywood this week in an interview promoting the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie that he's in, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, he was asked to respond to a recent comments made by Dolly Parton, in which the country superstar said she'd like uh, Jim Carrey to play her former music partner, Porter Wagner, in a Dolly Parton <laughs> biopic. This is true. Jim- biopic. A biopic. I say, okay. The news <laughs> caught Jim Carrey by surprise. You can see his face stunned to hear the news that Dolly Parton wants him to play him. He says, well, that's a lovely thing, but I am retiring. When asked if he was serious, he says, I'm being fairly serious. Yes. If the angels, though, bring me some sort of script that's written in gold ink that says to me that it's going to be really important for people to see, I might continue down that road, uh, but I'm taking a break. Movies in theaters, uh, really the one big release today is Morbius, which is a Marvel property, and you guys are saying it's just getting terrible, terrible reviews. Yeah. Uh, That's a bummer. There's only one other movie. 
It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. There is Danzig and Mother. It's 95.5 KLAQ. And as we get into the 9 o'clock hour here, our friend Joe Montesano from the Zoo, the director of the El Paso Zoo, is back with us. Hi, Joe. Good morning. How are you guys? Great to see you again. Well, thank you. Good A lot to be of here. big things happening at the zoo. Oh, my goodness, yes. Let's talk about, um, you know, how close are we being to being back to where we were before pre-pandemic. We are pretty much back. Pretty much I mean, back yeah, to normal. We're huh? staying with our adjusted hours, and so we went to summer hours now, which were open uh, Wednesday through Sunday. We are still being closed on Monday and Tuesday. That just turns out, it just financially and uh, cleaning-wise and sanitation-wise, it's just a lot better for us. So uh, Wednesday, it's 9. We opened up a little earlier, too, because it's going to be getting hot pretty soon, so we wanted to beat the heat. Some people do. So we're going to be, we are open 9 to 3 on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 9 to 5. And uh, how about programs for the summer kids programs? You got those on Yeah, we have summer camps. Track. Our, our zoological society does a great job with our summer camps. I think they're available right now for registration, actually. If you go on the uh, it's El Paso Zoological Society website, there's a link from ours, but it's just easy to go straight there. Uh, a lot of summer camps. We have our regular summer programming. Back our, we're back up to our keeper chats and all the things. We're pretty much back to pre-pandemic levels. With all, everything's open up. Uh, now, we are going to close down the aviary because there's an avian flu thing coming along with birds. That's another issue, but... Uh, Basically, we're back up to full strength. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of parents who will be relieved to have some, somewhere to take their kids to do some things. Oh, know. exactly. Yeah, and our summer camps are very popular, too. They will sell out, so I encourage How long do your camps to, run for, typically? It's a week-long camp. You could book multiple weeks if you choose, but it's for a four- or five-week period in the middle of summer. And what hours would the kids be at the zoo? It's um, nine to three, I believe. And, then right. maybe and, and they get to learn extra. about the animals. Oh, and exactly. they get to interact yep. with them. Yep. And there's some place to take them. Do they're they not bothering you. And they, they come out, we'll take care of them for you. So there you go. They don't, like at the end of it, get to shoot them with a trank dart or anything? <laughs> no, sir. I okay. believe they get a souvenir t-shirt. Is <laughs> yeah. the best we're going to do there. <laughs> we save that for radio personality. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the babies. Oh, my there are goodness, a lot of yes. babies on the way. Yes. I'm the warning stork is going to visit the yep. zoo. Don't drink the water because something <laughs> must be in it. Uh, no, it is. It's what we do. I mean, as a zoo, we want to perpetuate these endangered species. So it's like, a you know, kind of one of our, our main objectives. We just happen to have a ton of them right now, uh, either pregnant or having babies. And so on the ground already, we have the pronghorns. Uh, pronghorns are an antelope deer type animal. It used to be indigenous to this area. Uh, there's still in some in North Arizona or that Arizona area and the tip of Mexico. But I know, are those babies on the way? or they, Those babies are here. Those babies Yes, sir. Oh, okay. We have five moms, and so we brought in a male, and he's been very busy. So we have eight babies on the ground right now. They have twins. Common for them to have twins. So oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, five, uh, three had twins, and two had singles. But all eight babies are on the ground right now. What's their con- conservation status? Uh, they're threatened, I believe. I don't believe they're endangered quite yet. I think they're threatened. Actually. Oh, wow. Because they're still, yeah, in northern Mexico in the desert, there's still some wild ones out there. And actually, I saw some at the Army base the other day, a picture of some. I wasn't actually out there, but some, so they had snuck down off the mountain, I guess. But So um, they're they're out there. They just they're out are there. They're pretty to hard to find. To very few numbers of them. Yeah, they're very secretive, very shy animals, actually. And so, but we have eight babies on the ground now. And so they're the secretive things in the world. If you look at Facebook, you can see pictures of them. They are going to be out on the exhibit, well, for the mornings at least, starting next week. What so, other species do we have either on the way or? Well, we have two cotton-top tamarins that were already born. They're actually on exhibit as well. So the cotton-top tamarins are a small primate, and the babies are even smaller. They're just really teeny. But they're on exhibit. They ride on mom's back for the first couple months, and they're on exhibit in the South American Pavilion. On the way, we have our orangutan, Ibu. Uh, She's a mom. She has given birth before to Khaleesi, who's still on exhibit. So we have mom and dad both there and their baby, and she is pregnant again. And so she will have 
probably August, late July, August-ish, maybe, will come on the ground. Uh, are orangutans known to have many children over a lifetime? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. they can almost do it every year. Uh, we put it on birth control. We have a... Um, all our animals are, that are involved in species survival programs, so they're kind of managed by the AZA as a group, The whole, all the zoos in the country. And so they get a recommendation to breed or not breed. Okay. And so, uh, you know, we have, um, we have some on birth control, basically, the same like humans. And so she was given a okay to breed again, and so we let them breed, and uh, there you go. And so we have a baby coming. That's exciting. Um, spider monkeys as well. Sorry, spider I lost, monkeys. Ooh, I lost my list. Love me some spider Our monkeys. Our famous yeah. geo-eating spider monkeys. Yes. Uh, so we had the the, the the troop of old ladies there, and we brought in a couple new ones, and we mixed it up. We threw a male in there, and and he made a baby. So he's making, I guess, or in process. So uh, again, we'll be born sometime July, I believe. Their gestations are always different with animals. You know, it can vary from month to month, and we don't know exactly when some of these incidents happened when they actually copulated. So that must make it challenging. Having <laughs> each animal is kind of pregnant for different lengths of time correct uh, do you do things like like a normal obg would like do you do, you do ultrasounds on some of them or do you yeah that's a very good question we have a portable ultrasound machine so we actually take it to them and so now when they're pregnant we try and not disturb them much because you right. know we have to kind of you know anesthetize them sometimes or at least hold them still so but we do an ultrasound yeah to make sure the baby's okay that they verify the pregnancy as well because we have to like separate them at a certain point you know because they don't you don't want to have babies like in the exhibit or different places. oh okay so we kind of want to control that so we kind of have to estimate, well, we kind of watch copulation if we can, uh, and we know the date, and then we can kind of, you know, know when they're, about when they're due. But we also do an ultrasound to measure the baby and make sure so we can get a better guess, and so we know to isolate or whatever. You can usually tell. Uh, the keepers can really tell because the moms start doing certain things. The wolves, for example, will um, lick all the hair off her belly before she has a baby. Really? And cleans it out, licks all the hair off bald, and then has the baby because it's just easier to find the teats that way for the young ones so they come out. That's one of the other animals, a Mexican gray wolf? Right. Mexican wolves. They're pregnant again. So this will be our second batch. As you know, we opened up the Chihuahuan Desert. We got the new wolf uh, troop in, troop pack, whatever you call a bunch of wolves. I'm sure it has a funny name. <laughs> Animal groups always have funny names. It's just weird to me. And I would think you would know all of them. <laughs> hey, don't. Pack. I think it's just pack. I think it's a pack. Of I think it's just a pack of wolves, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're so different. I don't know them all. But uh, So we had a new pack in, and then they had their first litter last year. And so she's pregnant again. They're going to have another litter this year. And the boys are still there. So uh, some of her kids will all be all, are still on ground, so it'll be fun. Do uh, orangutans breed well in captivity? Because I know there are some where it's a huge, it's such a huge story, like a pandas. Mm -hmm. You know, if a baby panda is born, that is. Right. Well, That's, if you saw Anchorman, you know what a big story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is, but I'm just wondering how big a deal comparatively is an orangutan? Not as big as pandas. They, they they breed somewhat in captivity, not as easily, but a little easier than some species. So it's it's give or take. I mean, we actually put them on birth control, so we didn't have them breeding too much because there was a where they place them and stuff. So they right. can't all stay with us uh, because eventually, you know, dad would start uh, breeding the kids and things, and there'd be some issues. So uh, Khaleesi, which is the child of, of these two, which is still on property, she's seven years old now. She'll probably be with us another year or two and then she'll move off to another zoo to you know start her own little family somewhere who gets to name them who gets to name these <laughs> it's babies a great question yeah. uh, a lot of times it's the keepers uh, that will actually name them or the department you know, okay. so there's a group of keepers so obviously you have a somebody game was watching fans around. yeah exactly <laughs> and so sometimes we put it out to a vote if it's a certain if it's you know a signature species or something we'll let the public vote on it and different things but it tends to be the keepers and the group that's taking care of them 
Um, I'm sorry. And then uh, last and, and most exciting, not last, I guess, we have a couple other things. We have our P horse, our Przewalski horses. Przewalskis. I know, I have a hard time saying that. Uh, miniatures, uh, right? Well, they're kind of small. They're not really miniatures, but they're a small, stout horse. What, uh, what's the difference between a miniature horse and a Przewalski horse? Are they just different species? Or? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just, they're all different species. Okay. Exactly. These are from Mongolia originally and Russian area. And the last babies, actually, they have. We have a great breeding female there. And so she has a. Um, Vitalis, I think, is her name. But a great baby she had, and she's actually up in Minnesota, the baby is, waiting to go to Russia on a transfer program. They're going to re-release him into a Russian wildlife sanctuary. That was before all the That war. might be awkward. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. That was This was all planned, and all the zoos contributed animals, so we all shipped animals in Minnesota. They got their winter coats on because it's cold up there, and they're ready to go. Then this war stuff happened, and so that's right. all on hold right now, obviously. So, um, But she's pregnant again, and so we're going to have another pea horse the Mexican wolves you covered, and our jaguars are finally pregnant. So when we opened the Tromwin Desert, we got two new jaguars, uh, uh, Guapo came from San Diego and Luna came from somewhere else. Guapo. Yeah. Guapo. Guapo. Si, el Guapo. Uh, and he finally figured it out. Uh, he was having. <laughs> Soon you will have a plethora of exactly, jaguars. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> a plethora. And so she is finally pregnant. And we waited. I mean, they've tried a couple times, but it finally worked for him. Now, jaguars aren't always spotted, are they? Or are these spot? Are they always spotted? No, there was different kinds of jaguars okay. as well. Like panther or. Yes, a panther is not a jaguar. Okay. That's a little different. Okay. Uh, and they are they actually are spotted, but they appear black, like they're black panthers of Florida. Yes. Uh, in different areas. They actually have spots, but you can't really see them. So oh, uh, they all have spots, but some you can't see. Like a black panther technically has the design, but it's very mutant and you can barely see it. You're talking about returning some of the some of the horses. Uh, the pea horses, Przewalski horses, yes, sir. Uh, are there some of the animals that are born in captivity? You just can't reintroduce them to the wild. Oh, of course, it's much yeah. more difficult. Which yeah. ones are? You know, well, I, w- I, mean, I would think anything as social as an orangutan probably could. Could they? Could an orangutan born in captivity ever go back to the not. wild? No, it'd be yeah. really tough because they right. get they get socialized, they get humanized. You know what I mean? And so uh, it, it would create problems a lot. Of no, times. I think he was talking about an exchange program. Like these were going to go to zoos in Russia. No, no, a sanctuary. They're going to be released oh, a into sanctuary. a sanctuary oh, and repopulate okay. the wild kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It doesn't right. happen oh, often. But that's yeah. a great point you make because it does not happen often because it's really so hard with the animals. They get socialized, humanized, It would whatever. be great if it were easier right. to do that. Correct, like, correct. That is a thing that zoos, I'm sure, would love to do. But it then is. you've got, you know, some of these animals are... Correct. There's a difference between the species. It's and some a bull, of them just but don't it's do as really well. hard to do. And there's you not places to, for them. You don't them, want yeah. to put an animal out there that doesn't know how to get its own food. All right. Well, yeah. Exactly. And most of them instinctually can do that, but also it's predators. It's where to release them. It's areas, you know, and tigers you can't do it with, for example. That would be great if they could, but you can't do tigers and a lot of the bigger animals. And so uh, it, it's a goal, but it's very rarely can happen successfully. We have Joe uh, from the zoo. Montesano. Montesano from Thank the zoo. So Joe is here. And uh, I had seen a headline, and there was, I guess there was an interview on one of the local stations that a lot of uh, information that you say was not <laughs> accurate got out. So yeah. it had to do with uh, cutting back, raising prices. Tell yeah. us what is not true. Uh, well, this came weekend, out of that yeah, we did a ta- I did a taped interview this weekend, and then it got translated probably just incorrectly um, by the actual person that wrote it up. But uh, we are not. It, it stated we were raising the prices. It stated that uh, we're stopping construction on penguins and the Komodo dragon. None of that's true. Uh, we are construction no, projects are going ahead. Very much so. Yeah, if you come out recently, you'll see the whole. It's a whole new world out there where oh, a construction wow. zone is where the penguins are. 
they're going basically. Uh, all the old con- concrete, and that's some of the original zoo too. That was like the, I mean, 1940 kind of stuff, 50s concrete. Wow. And uh, that is all gone, and it's now flat. They've gotten rid of it. Now they start to backfill, and they dig it out, and start the building process. So anything again, uh, we are proceeding with construction of penguins as planned. Komodo dragon. Those are all bond funded. 2016 uh, quality of life bond. The citizens of El Paso graciously voted for. So that money's like in the bank, if you want to call it that, and it's just waiting to be spent. So and gate emissions, we have no plans of raising the price at this time. It may eventually go up years down the road or something. But okay. so people not, who might have seen that story yeah. or read a headline about it, uh, grossly misrepresented. Grossly misrepresented <laughs> the truth. Yes, sir. Very well put. All right, uh, Joe <laughs> Montesano you. is our source into the zoo there and you go. El Paso Zoo. You know, put it on your schedule. You got the camps. Is there a website people can go and find out all the yep, information can, about the camps and everything? For the camps, I would go to the, it's the El Paso Zoological Society website. It just type it in search and you'll find that. Or you can always go to our website, you know, which is elpasozoo.org. And, and I got to say, I, Joe, I think we're really lucky to have a zoo of this kind of quality in El Paso. I we got a fine zoo. We have a very fine zoo. And I think it's really we important. We all want to be proud of it. Uh, after, well, the, both, I, after the pandemic, uh, now I think people want to get out. They want to yeah. be able to see things and, and having a zoo uh, that can, can educate as well as entertain people. I mean. Well, thank you. Uh, How long you been doing zoos? And, Me? Uh, at tra- yeah, you working with animals. 29 food. years. Yeah, almost, almost. Almost 30 years in the same business. Yeah, different places. Zoos have really changed, Nico. Probably not as much in your lifetime, but I remember going yeah, to the zoo sure. when I was a no, kid. They, they, they used to have like a bearded lady in there. <laughs> no, they didn't. But it did used to be very much, you, you go to one cage and there's the animal, and then you go to the next cage and there's mm-hmm. the animal. And the way that zoos, not just the El Paso oh, Zoo, no, but all, all, all the zoos the industry, have yeah. made it much more like a Human. habitat. Correct for the animals, and I think well because it's it's not just a spe- we don't want to just be spectators of these animals and get to see them like they're in an exhibition. It'd be nice to, to that they get a quality of life and we get to learn about it. I mean, we can learn yeah. about their habitat. Well, even in my lifetime, their... zoos have made yeah. great strides. And that's really that consumer-driven. It's really from the public side. They don't want to see things in cages, you know right. what I mean? All like in a concrete floor and bars. Like we see happy to, animals. In the old days, exactly. <laughs> and so we try and simulate their environment. There's a balance, though, because you still want to see them. I mean, there are some zoos I know that have went way over the extreme. And so, yeah, there's an animal 200 acres away. Wait, you can see like, it, you know, like, okay, I believe it? you. Gotta so there's a, a balance. telescope to yeah, see the cause animal. Exactly, because as soon as you, they don't get to see them, then the people start complaining about that, too. But we have come a long way. You know what would be cool is if... I don't know if you've seen Jurassic World, but they, they can get in little balls and drive around the uh, Yeah, how long until we can have I'm little working on that right now. gerbil I'm go balls back that right can now. drive around the park? I think we'll put the humans in gerbil balls, <laughs> let all the animals loose, and that'll right. be fun. Exactly. Right. Thank you, Joe. we could do that. Joe, we always come up with such hey, great ideas guys. for the zoo. Thank when you, you come so by much. Visit. I appreciate it. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> Steve Kaplowitz up next. Turning talk on the way and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Steve Kaplowitz joins us uh, for Tourney Talk, college basketball insight from local sports authority and Hall of Famer Steve Kaplowitz. And Tourney Talk is brought to you by GECU. Put your game into overdrive with a low-rate GECU auto loan. Get pre-approved by April 4th. Details at GECU.com. Good morning, Cappy. Good morning, Buzz. It's a Friday. Weekend's right around the corner. It's Final Four weekend. We found out Tim Hardaway just got into the Hall of Fame yesterday. It's uh, it's good times around here. Good times. Right. The Hardaway thing's 
kind of a foregun. I mean, no, you, you didn't not think at all. It, you He's, didn't think it was a lock that eventually he'd no, get into the this was Hall his of Fame? Sixth finalist. Uh, you know, he's been to the finals six times in the last ten years, and I kept thinking to myself, man, what are you doing putting the guy through all this? He goes to the finalist and he doesn't get in. So I didn't know if this was going to be happening or not. He was first a finalist in 2013. It's 2022. So um, I didn't know if if Hardaway was going to get the nod. I'm super happy for him. It's I mean, is it like baseball? Baseball, once you've been nominated a certain amount of times, you're ineligible? Mm. Or not not the same as the Baseball Hall of Fame? I don't think there's a window like that. with ba- No, because there's some guys that could get, get in and uh, they, you know, they, they played in the 50s or 60s or 70s. So I don't necessarily think that basketball has the same thing like baseball. But again, I just didn't know if this was going to be Hardaway's year. And I'm super excited for him. Manu Ginobili also got in. Bill, uh, Bobby Huggins got in to the Hall of Fame this time around. Um, I mean, there's some good names. But, uh, you know, obviously uh, for us, Tim Hardaway, uh, he's only the fourth. Think about this. You have Nate Archibald. You have Tim Hardaway. Those are the only two former minors that played in the NBA to like have their NBA careers get them into the hall. And then you've got the '66 team and Don Haskins and Nolan Richardson. And Nolan. So those are really the the you know all of the different connections with the minors and the hall. But yeah, I'm just happy for Tim. I really am. All right. Now keep in mind, we're going to talk about uh, the Final Four coming up in just a minute. We're going to talk about NIT uh, first, mm. but keep in mind Final Four and the championship on Sunday. You can hear all that action yep. on our partner station, six hundred ESPN El Paso. That's right. Even tonight, the uh, women's Final Four. You I'm got not. That? Yeah, I'm not going to be on the air today. No show today because we've got the two women's games, and uh, those are going to be exciting. What's, really exciting. Uh, b- uh, roughly, what time does that start? I believe the first game tips off around 5. Let me double-check that for you right now and give you the exact times for the uh, women's Final Four tonight. Both games, though, carried on 600 ESPN El Paso. Oh, yeah, we're going to have everything for you. In fact, that's the whole point, is to give you uh, as much you know basketball as you can handle. And I'm telling you, we, this, these are going to be good. So Cara, tonight, ESPN 600's yes. goal is to make you so sick of basketball mm. that you'll just be ready to get right into baseball by the end yes. of this week. By, yeah, by, by next <laughs> Tuesday when Chihuahua season starts. That's right. So here we go. Um, two number one seeds at 5 o'clock tonight. Louisville and South Carolina. They're doing battle. Um, that's the early game. And then, oh, I can't wait for this game, UConn, UConn. and Stanford. That is going to be awesome. UConn's a two seed. They're 29-5. and five. Stanford's a one seed, 32-3. Uh, and three. And that game's going to get started around 7.30 tonight. So Louisville, South Carolina, two number one seeds. UConn, Stanford. It's a terrific women's Final Four. And that's going to be happening here uh, tonight on 600 ESPN El Paso. NIT Finals were a close game oh, last night. Amazing and, uh, game. One amazing. point differential as Xavier takes the NIT. 73-72. Yeah. I don't know if you saw how it ended. I did. But it was a hook shot in the paint by Xavier with three seconds left. Guy was going in, like off at inbounds, gets the ball, starts going to his uh, his right, and then throws up the hook shot with his right hand, and it goes off the glass and in. And that's how Xavier wins. A&M gets the ball with three seconds left. They drive down the court. Guy misses. It rims in and out at the buzzer. It was about as exciting as you're going to get for a uh, for a championship game. All right, so uh, A&M loses to Xavier. Yes, the Musketeers. Let's talk about the Final Four tomorrow, which is what we're here to get to. Villanova versus Kansas. I think this is going to be a great game. I think they're both going to be great, don't you? Kansas at minus four and a half. 
I like Kansas. Um, I do think that that's the you know the team I would pick to uh, to win. But uh, I would pick them to win and to cover. Yeah, I yeah, think I that's. Think so. I think that's fair. I don't know. I don't know about the covering part, though. I think Villanova is going to really make this a tough game. So I'm not ready yet to call this a, uh, a you know a guarantee. I don't think so. I don't us. think it's locked. I four, wouldn't go that four far. and a half. It starts at four oh nine. By the way, four oh nine p.m. tomorrow. We'll have it for you. Six hundred ESPN El Paso. I don't know. Villanova's good, and I like Jay Wright as a head coach. But Bill Self is he's the only one seed left. And how many how many uh, national titles does Bill Self have? One or two? Bill Self has one. That's it, right? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So then this, the second game, which is going to get started at six forty nine El Paso time, North Carolina versus Duke. A lot of blue is going to be. I mean that oh, that place is going to be crazy. Bluer than a jazz club. There you go. Um, four point bluer favorite. than a Smurf convention. <laughs> it's a four point line. Uh, Duke's favored by four. By the way, North Carolina beat Duke the last time these two teams played. Um, in the you know, and and that's important. That was the last home game for Shashevsky, and North Carolina beat him. So, you know, that's a that's a really Duke good team. is the favorite in this game. Mike Shashevsky could go to uh, the championship. He could win the championship in his final year as a coach. What a story Duke. that yeah. would be! What a send off! Huge. You're right. So enormous. Uh, do you think North Carolina is going to beat him? I think North Carolina could beat them. Well, they be have their, they, have, they, they beat have them. Their they beat them once this season, right? I, yeah, and I think it's just going to be such a great game. I I love the fact that they're meeting for the first time in the history of these two programs in the NCAA tournament. That kind of boggles your mind, doesn't it? it? it <laughs> that these it two teams does. never came across each other in a tournament before. I, I still can't believe that stat. It's wild, and it's a Final Four game, and it's Shashevsky's last year, and it's Hubert Davis's first year as North Carolina head coach, and you know these two schools are so trendy. I'm sure there's tons of El Pasoans that root for either North Carolina or Duke. Uh, that is going to be, you know, a, a, you got to watch that one tomorrow or listen to it on 600 ESPN El Paso. I So I'll take Kansas in the first game, and I will – I don't know if I'll go so far as to say North Carolina is going to be – you know what, I'll I'll go with Duke. I'm with you on that yeah. one. I think Kansas and Duke. I, I, I really do. I think that's a very good Can you, prediction. There, there, are, there are no more storied programs in college basketball than Kansas and Duke. I mean, you're getting Well, you can put that. North Carolina put into, North Carolina that, into Carolina that mix. There. Dean Smith, sure. I get that. There, so, there are Roy few, UCLA, what they did in the 60s with John Wood. Oh, could unbelievable. Put them, you could put them in that absolute peak echelon of... Well, UCLA has the the Boston Celtics run. Like, you remember when the Celtics yeah, won with Red right. Auerbach and Kuzi and Russell and Havlicek? Wood That's was like doing this. something very similar to that at UCLA at He was, time. yeah. I mean, so it helps that you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yep, after and that he followed had by Bill, Bill Walton, Walton, right. Yeah, 100%. You know, when you got a guy that's a foot and a half taller than the other guys on the court, well, it wasn't quite that. Well, but, but, they, started, but they started winning national championships like, like in 64. Like, if you remember, yeah. you know... Texas Western interrupted the UCLA dynasty in the mid '60s. They were like the team that you know surprisingly uh, you know got that championship when UCLA had won previously and after that. Then there's Texas Western like right in the middle of what it. What kind of so. season did UCLA have in '66? In that um, year that Texas Western won it, I thought they lost in the second or the third round that year. If I'm not mistaken, I'd have to double check that. But they were dominant. They just uh, didn't, you know, they didn't have the the run like you know, like uh, like we've seen every year. And I don't think that um, I don't think Alcindor joined them until a year or two later. 
if I'm not mistaken. I think because he wasn't there in 66. Remember, freshmen couldn't play in 66. Oh, that's right. And UCLA was undefeated in 64 and then again in 67. So, you know, they had, listen to this, seven consecutive NCAA titles from 67 to 73. Yeah, that's just, insane. Yeah. I mean, it is after insane. you see so many upsets and how many teams there that can upset a team, you know, that UCLA was so good that they won seven years in a row. Yep. That's probably never going to be done again. No, I agree with you. Oh, here's something interesting. UCLA was ineligible to play in the NCAA tournament in 66 because in those days, only conference champions went to the tournament, and Oregon State was the conference champion in the Pac-10 You couldn't in get like an at-large no. bid into the tournament back in those days? Nope. And by the way, that was Lou Alcindor's freshman year. So in 67, he was a sophomore and an All-American and the MVP. So uh, Texas Western missed Lou Alcindor by a year, and it's a pretty good thing. Um, so one thing about a team like a Cinderella like St. Peter's and the Peacocks is, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that these players are going to go higher with their professional career necessarily. No. It could, but the coach, mm-hmm. uh, Shaheen Holloway, has been selected as Seton Hall's head basketball coach. Well, that's so. where he played. So that's his alma mater. So in a sense, uh, you know, he's going home is how people are describing it after what he did at St. Peter's this year. Um, Shaheen Holloway uh, was in the audience at his press conference uh, after being named Seton Hall head coach, uh, Shaheen Holloway has the audience stand up mm. in honor of his St. Peter's team. So That's cool. Oh. So he actually had his whole St. Peter's team come to a Seton Hall press conference? Um, it sounds like a lot of the players, if not all of them, were that's there really, for his, that, his press that's conference. Really, going that's, to, that's kind of surreal, isn't it? Do you want to hear a couple clips from yesterday? Bruce Arians talking about leaving mm. the team. So he's positioning it as, oh, when Brady came back, I knew the program was in good hands, so I wanted to retire. Mm. You think it's much more that well, Brady know. came back and wanted uh, Todd Bowles in as the head coach, and that's why Arians is out? Well, some people say that if that was the case, why would Arians even take a front office job? Why wouldn't he just get out of the organization altogether? So I don't know. The whole the whole thing just seems strange with all the stories about how they didn't get along, don't you think? Well, Bruce Arians is definitely putting a more positive. pretty positive spin on it, I think. Okay, let's hear it. Oh, I was relieved that mm. Tom Brady decided to come back. You buying that? I don't know. <laughs> Do you? I, I would defer to you. I mean, I would, I mean what, it just, it just your, depends. It just depends on how much. It just depends on how much you feel about uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories and stuff like that in sports. I think you know. Bruce Arians uh, talking about when he knew he wanted to retire. Okay, of course, yeah. yeah as soon as sure. you knew Tom Brady was coming back, all right, I'm out of here. That's the end. So we'll give it to Todd Bowles and let him take over for me. Okay, Brady really likes Todd Bowles. Loves Todd, Todd Bowles. Bowles. Yeah, right. he does. So and it's some good football news to you. Also, I mean, listen. The NFL is better when Brady's there, right? I mean, truth is, he's still playing at a really high level. Um, the Bucks are going to be one of the favorites in the NFC, along with the Packers and the Rams. So, yeah, I'm happy with with Brady's Brady back, back. You assume Gronk is back, you know? I and... would think there's there's no reason for Gronk to stay away. He can keep playing. He loves playing with Brady sure. and vice versa. They love each other. 
All right. Don't forget uh, Women's Final Four tonight. You can hear that action on 600 ESPN El Paso. The Final Four in the NCAA Men's Tournament tomorrow night. Both those games on 600. And then the championship games. You're going to have the Women's Championship game as well? We'll have the Women's Championship on Sunday. And then the Men's Championship Monday. I'll be at Border City Ale House uh, on Lee Trevino on Monday hosting the uh, championship viewing party. So that's uh, going to be great. They bring in the uh, beef ribs from the state line and serve mm, those nice. while they last. So, yeah, I know. You know what, Nico, come over. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some ribs together on Monday. I, I would invite, I'd invite Buzz, but I know that you're, you're not going to drive to, to uh, you know, you're not going to drive anywhere um, you know, on the evening of a, of a radio show. That's just asking, that's asking too much. I'll, but, be watching, uh, I'll be watching the championship on Monday, though. And I guess I we got one more tourney talk, I guess. You're we do on Monday. Monday. We're yeah. going to talk about yeah, the championship we'll game. All right. So, Nico, do you think it's going to be Kansas and Duke? I uh, would love to see Kansas and Duke, but also Villanova and uh, North Carolina would be kind of interesting, too. I, I don't think you can lose no matter what happens here. What about uh, Joanna? Where is she, who's she picking? Hey, Joanna, who are you going for in the Final Four? Kansas. Yeah, why? Because wow. that's where Dorothy's, Dorothy's from. from. Hell yeah. <laughs> she, was, you know, there was, she was so confident with that yeah. answer. I like Kansas. that. You were trying you know, to catch her off guard. I like was. She wasn't paying attention that anything was I said. She knows what she's, she's no doing. Lisa. Right. Oh, <laughs> All right. Thank you, Cappy. Have a good week. We'll talk to you Monday. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back, start wrapping up, and get ready for the weekend as the Buzz Adams Morning Show continues right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Cypress Hill will be doing a free show tomorrow. It's speaking. I hear it's going to be insane. Yeah, but in the membrane or in the brain itself? Hmm. Probably both. Joanna... So she's thinking about going out there. Hell yeah. Really? There's usually yeah. a, you know, for a free show like that. That's a good point. It's going to be a big crowd. I mean, in New Mexico, they've got sales going on. We got Cypress Hill. We got Cypress Hill coming. 420s later this month. Hey, here's a... a Wouldn't it be funny if everyone just came out, like, in New Mexico, and they were like, April Fool's? <laughs> be so sad. <laughs> Crying everywhere. <laughs> now some of the dispensaries were open at twelve. Um, I just saw the video. The Texas Cannabis Collective just put out a video of the first recreational marijuana sale in New Mexico. They have a guy, uh, and they're all clapping for him. And then he's getting interviewed. You know, in the store, you know how you go through a line, and then he's getting interviewed at the end. Not not everybody would necessarily want to be interviewed. They had cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. The El Paso Times is going heavily into covering the recreational sale of marijuana in New Mexico, which begins today. A lot of things to be aware of to keep in mind, right, Buzz? Uh, sure. You know, you can still get a DUI even in New Mexico for driving under the influence of marijuana. Uh, if you have more than eight ounces, which is, what, half a pound yeah. of marijuana, you could uh, get in trouble even if you're in New Mexico and it was purchased uh, legally. There's rules about where you can consume it, and you definitely are not. You're not supposed to bring it back into Texas. If you go from Texas into New Mexico, it's just like the fireworks. Whenever there's a city ban, you could go and buy them, but you can't bring them back with you. Or if you do, you better hope you don't get caught because they could still enforce that. <clears throat> Again, be cool. Just be cool, Buzz. man. You know what? The El Paso Times has so many different cover. And one of the things one of the lawyers says was, don't assume the cop might be cool. 
So in this story in the El Paso Times today, one of the lawyers they talked to said, It doesn't say you don't act cool. It doesn't say the cop is going to be cool. I'm saying you You. be cool. Uh, So they got an attorney here who says if you get pulled over and your car smells like cannabis, but there isn't any cannabis in your car, your rights are the same uh, as listed above. But they say, (laughs) Where are you coming from? I'm not going to go back in that story. Las Cruces. Yeah. Why does your car smell like this? Because I was just in Las Cruces. It's the air freshener. Um,. If you get pulled over, um, this attorney said, never count on having a, quote, cool cop, unquote, who will let you go if they find (laughs) cannabis. He says, if your cop isn't cool, (laughs) then you will... It'd be a lot cooler if it was. Then you will make your our job defending you much harder if you consent to a search and confess to possession. So if you tell the cop, yeah, man, I got... Don't expect that the cop's going to be be cool cool about it. Right, no. Just read the El Paso Times article. It has everything in there you need to say. They also have upcoming cannabis events. And the first one that they have listed here is coming up April 20th. <laughs> and it's going to run from April 20th to midnight on April 21st. And it's called the Laughing Grass Cannibal Cannabis Festival. I hope it's not the Cannibal not Festival. Not the Cannibal Festival. Oh, they have bad munchies. So it's going to... Begin at 11 a.m. on April 20th, 420 day, and it's going to go until midnight April 21st at the Grapevine Plaza Event Center on Picacho Avenue. Oh, cool. Going to have vendors, food, and giveaways. It's 21 and over event and tickets starting at $20. Then it gives you a link to where you can get the tickets uh, for that. El Paso Normal, that's uh, Colt DeMorris' organization. The National Organization for the Reformation of Marijuana They laws. are going to have a global marijuana march. Uh, let's see when that's going to be. It just says that it's going to be from 10.30 a.m. to 4.20 p.m. <laughs> El Paso Normal will lead a march at San Jacinto Plaza to promote cannabis reform around the world. That event is free. And uh, spokesman for the Visit El Paso City of Las Cruces tourism said that there are going to be more cannabis tourism opportunities in the future. Cannabis Cannabis grow house tours, culinary experiences, dispensary tours, wellness and cannabis experiences, and and glass-blowing demonstrations. (laughs) I've always wanted to do that. That looks really cool. Yeah. What, make your own pipe or whatever? No, I meant like art. Glass heart. I think it looks cool. I don't know if this is uh, could have anything to do with it, but there's a story. Uh, Governor uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham of New Mexico earlier in March signed a bill that's going to offer free college tuitions for all free college tuition for all New Mexico residents. Uh, Good for her. Senate Bill 140, otherwise known as the Opportunity Scholarship Act will waive tuition to any students attending any in-state public school or tribal college, including community colleges. That's amazing. And uh, then we've got here New Mexico State Senator David Gallegos, Republican, uh, said in 2019 when this bill first came up that it wasn't sustainable. He said, where do we take the money from? Public safety, public education? Take it from all that weed, man. Yeah. 
All the all the all, all the Texans man. going to New Mexico and buying their weed. I'm sure well, that's, that's going to be taxed pretty heavily. It's been you taxed could, thirty to fifty percent. I'm just wondering, maybe this is responsible for being able to offer free yeah. tuition. We're going to have a lot of dispend, disposable cash. Let's spend it on giving people free tuition. Let's just burn it. Yeah, let's just watch it go up in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> five years. Do you think in five years? Let's do an over-under. In five years, will marijuana be legal, even just if it's uh, with a prescription? Federally, you mean? Texas. Oh, oh in Texas. Texas. No. 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 Five? No. I think what we'll have to see the first federal bill before Texas ever does You think it. there'll be some yeah. kind of fed- action on the federal level? The House committee uh, just put uh, in a first draft for a federal uh, uh, legalization this week. You know, I was thinking, like, you'll still see a politician. Remember when Jeff Sessions was the attorney general? Right. He said, we're going to go after, we're going to start enforcing marijuana federal laws. Remember when he was the attorney general? Yeah. That was seven years ago. Chris Christie? The governor of New Jersey, that was part of his presidential platform, yep. was he was going to, hey, they may legalize it. We're going to send in the feds. You to don't hear one it. person saying those things in 2022 these days, though. I bet you do. Mm, I, I haven't heard I'm it. sure you do. Yeah, I haven't heard of Chris Christie or a Jeff Sessions type. I think the, the, the political world has turned. I think, here's what I think. Anybody who's like a, a Jeff Sessions or Chris Christie or anybody who's like, we're going to totally enforce the federal... They ought to be required to get completely stoned at least one time. At least once, right? Right. Yeah. So you, I've never tried it. Well, then how do you know what you're talking about, right? right? Yeah. Here. I think that it should happen for all drugs. We're gonna we're gonna hot box you in this car <laughs> until you're so stoned you at last know what uh, you're talking about.